Welcome to House Common Blood, where strangers are family. Every episode may contain graphic content such as copious amounts of blood, unnecessary cursing, death of all ages, infantile to immortal, fantasy drug use, nudity, and perhaps mentions of sex, and sound effects of various quality. We cannot stress enough that this is mature content, adult themes. You have been warned. Time for an adventure. Yes, I'm not fond of that house too much, but... I don't think this guy ever came up when we fucked together. I'm sorry, what did you say? Uh, kiss. what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. This guy is more fun to torture. Where in the tent, how many people, and why? What is he doing? What is Eddie up to at this point? A brief moment where Eddie was just like standing in the middle of the hallway, just staring blankly. Remember what he was going to do and uh, goes to look for Seer. That child that was in your arms, the Graveborn, it is also a Genasi. Eddie kind of blinks for a moment. Like, where is it? You, you took the baby. I don't know what you're talking about, my dude. I've never held a baby before. Eddie, that is not funny. You took the baby. <laughs> My name is Thimreth. Thimreth Exultria. I would politely like to ask you to get the fuck out of my town. The city does work on lights, you know. You are worried about lights, but not your citizens dying from a disease. Listen, why don't you come across the gate? Why are you so intent on us crossing over? You got a pretty good idea why he's not going across the gate. It's because he can't. I think with the lights off, he can't come over. So maybe we shut off all the lights and, you know, you can go fuck yourself. How's that? You do not know the position you are in. And I am being very benevolent by offering the rats a way out of my fair city. This is no city. This is a prison. And the Genasi, where did they come from? They are born when the Watchers bring them back from their chaotic torrents, which I would assume to be the city's strange properties. And when they die from this chaotic torrent, two things are born. Eventually, like, you find your way into a room, like, you're following, like, the smell of the burning, and you don't see a baby, but somewhat lopsided precariously over, uh, over a chair there does seem to be the remnants of scattered ashes. Uh, She's going to kneel and she will say a prayer for this baby. Hear my words. Please take this child to your arms and protect it. Give it the life that it could not. Welcome to House Common Blood. I'm your DM Gray, and I'm joined by Nita. Hey, Nita here. Uh, I am Olia, all black, and I am a human cleric sorcerer. Very nice. 
and as well as uh, Moo. Hello! My name in the game is Seer, and I play a Fire Genasi Artificer. Excellent. And uh, Mega as well. Hello, I am Mega, and I play Eddie, the Otter Boy Triton with too many classes. And also Eddie. <laughs> and as well as uh, John. Hey, I'm JD. I play Atticus Billingsley, the human-ish ranger. All right. Before we uh, get started, I think it's worth bringing up like some uh, key facts of uh, what transpired uh, last session. Uh, I'm probably going to take about three, four minutes, if that, just to quickly go over things. Um, let's start off with uh, Sentient Calamity. Uh, sentient Calamity is a natural disaster that thinks, and it has a lot of uh, phenomenon that uh, go along with it. One of which is uh, related to a Genasi. Uh, Genasis are uh, uh, born from these storms when people die inside of it. Uh, typically, when a person dies inside of a, a, a sentient calamity, they rise as an undead and have a doppelganger or a shadow of themselves, which is a genasi. But with uh, Juliano, there's a weird kind of uh, thing going on where the undead also have strange properties of themselves, which we identify as graveborn. Um, I don't think uh, there's much more than that to go over, but I still felt like it was worth just uh, saying plainly rather than uh, uh, keeping it in the dark. So, last session, a lot of stuff went on. <laughs> but yes, we are all in a room with uh, Thimreth by the gates waiting for an answer from our group. And uh, now we have a... Uh, what a goopy uh black slime baby as well as a i think i said like uh the mother slime even though she's healed she doesn't seem all there she's like in the corner just not as active as a uh, born genasi should be um towards the mother i don't think anyone's burned her or killed her like uh just the corpse itself but is just laying in bed blinking I'm going to let you guys have the scene with this just because <laughs> there's a lot of stuff for you guys to go over. Yeah, Eddie just doing, well, maybe not necessarily as he's told, but as as the only person who can is now just like repeated, like uh, repeatedly squeezing the 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 slime baby in his arms as he has now cast Hex onto this one and is healing it by not hurting it. <laughs> and you are doing that. What do we do about the mother? The only thing we could really do for them is hope that they can put themselves together. So there is no magical way to like heal her? It depends. You see, okay. I am familiar with how my kind are able to operate but in the travels I've been with you, I've been learning that not all follow the rules. It could be just because of how extreme of their new transformation is, or new rebirth, or their their own kind of genasi just straight up themselves. 
Because in my case, I usually heal from normal means, not from darker means. I see. Will the other baby make it, though? The child in the arms of our dear... Yes. They will be fine. As much as I know, they will grow up just like themselves a bit. Though I bet, Lee, it wouldn't be as normal. But that's my theory, because in my case, when I came to be, I didn't need to grow up. I just am what I look like now. But there have been smaller genasis that I've seen before. Just never this young. In fact, you could say that you just witness a rare occurrence that not many people have ever seen. For... In my world, they would usually slay us before questioning it. Though, based off of our own observations, I can see why. And due to our actions, we just inflict inflict wounds upon innocent lives. Are babies always this sticky? Uh, yes and no. For one, they are usually sticky due to how they are from within a body. But in this one's case, your hand shouldn't be able to go in it so easily due to its jiggliness. Oh, okay. Like, I've never held a baby before, so I I don't have the experience. Usually they're a lot more sturdy. It's hard to describe it like that. But they're always pretty gross. This one, though, is naturally sticky, so it's less gross. So what's the game plan here? It seems like you guys have a limited amount of time to just uh, act about. Um, you guys have a sticky situation here. <laughs> oh, what do you guys plan to do with the child, the genasis, uh, the mother? I did want to test one thing, and then I kill my cousin. Okay. Um, can we go to the gate? Like, are we still, like, can we tell if that's still the trap in our little inner circle? I'm sorry, what? So, the other guy, he set the trap so that if we left the gate, it would spike us. Yes. Is there any way to test, like, did did I see him, like, take that down when he was leaving? Um, you're, you're asking if he uh, turned it off when he left to uh, bring your uh, uh, bunny to the gate and left it off? Yeah, basically. Um, to your better judgment, you think if he turned it off that he would turn it back on? I guess I can test here then, because it Mm -hmm. seems the same thing. Mm -hmm. I want to uh, go to the gate, and I want to summon Juliet on the outside of the gate. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, so uh, you got uh, the entire group. Do you guys uh, go towards the gate? What's happening with the, the, the little slime baby? I mean... After it's healed, I'll probably have to wait till the mother is able to talk. So that's probably what I'm going to do is wait a little. Okay. So are you going with them with a baby in hand? Like just bouncing a little uh, jiggly fellow in your arms? No, because if I take this baby away, everybody's forgetting that the mom is still alive. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to wait till like the mom is back and be like, all right, you guys go. I'll be all right. Just so you know, tell out to Eddie and Aluya. Also, that didn't sound like my voice at all. Weird. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, Are you sure? I could stay, or I can just go with Atticus and Eddie? 
I definitely don't want to hold the baby, I'll tell you that. Like, how about this? How about, like, Seer and I stay here for a little bit, and if trouble happens, we'll come over, alright? I will send Rascal with you, because I'll actively watch. I won't be able to speak to you, though, but if things occur, I can jump out, but I think Eddie will be also helping Eddie. Hmm. I can do that. Alright, so... Moose stays behind, Rascal goes with the party, and we uh, see the group approach the gate. Thimreth is tapping his foot. It looks like he's getting impatient. Have you made up your decision yet? Who are you again? Oh, I'm growing tired of your games, Atticus. Timothy, you've got to have a sense of humor. Only mother can call me Timothy. <laughs> what will your mother say when I tell her about all of this? Oh, she'll be proud when I send you, uh, send her your head, yes. Looking around at his, uh, fingernails. Yes, she'll be so proud of her son who will soon be executed and, uh, in order to stop the war that might happen. Yes, uh, we can talk about death day and night, couldn't we? And while I'm talking to him, I'm gonna summon Juliet behind them. Mm-hmm. Yes, um... So you uh, summon uh, Juliet beyond the gate. Yeah. Yes. Um, I suppose, yes, that should, hmm. yeah, no, that should work. If uh, if she is summoned beyond the gate, she would uh, appear right behind him and uh, not trigger uh, the gate itself. And he looks towards uh, Juliet and just goes, what the devil? Hmm. Fucking, what is confused as all hell. Interesting. What games are you playing at, Billingsley? Hmm, nothing that should concern you. Mm, he's furrowing his brow. Send away your creature. I don't like looking at this thing. Just looking Juliet no. up, up and down. She reminds you of home? No, she reminds me of... Just bites his tongue. N- nevertheless... Uh, what is your answer? Are you going to leave my town, or are you going to stay here? I think that you should get off our backs and just let us deal what we need to. We got some things to figure out, okay? Is that so? Just sneers at you. Okay. Give them time. I'm doing my best. You know how mortals are. There, But he stares at Nita and just goes, Yes, I'm not Who's there. Who's Nita? Oh, fucking... Zimrath looks towards Aluia and just says, I'm not very fond of mortals. I just look around. <laughs> like, clearly. Hmm, yes. Do you have any more experiments that you do towards the gate? No, but now I know what I need to do. Hmm, okay. So, what happens next? Um, just as another test, uh, I'm going to have Juliet fly back over the gate. Mm, no, works uh, perfectly fine. Uh, just like uh, the regular gates, uh, it appears that they can go in. Hmm. Okay. I I don't quite appreciate the way you're playing with the loopholes. I'm just, I'm just walking away. I'm not listening to him. No, I see. Yeah, you start to walk away, and you see that he is starting to get at the ends of his rope. <laughs> All right. So I assume you guys regroup. Yes, mm-hmm. Janet Jackson regroups with everyone. <laughs> Janet Jack, yes, that is correct. What do you guys do? 
So I have a way to contact outside the city now. Okay, but、uh, we have the Goopy Mom and the Goopy Baby, and I don't know what else we could do. And we have everyone else in this city that is kind of dying from a disease. Yes, but being able to contact outside means we might be able to get some more time if we can let them know of our situation. They might not detonate us as soon as the timeline limit goes, because it's not our fault. Do you think they honestly care? I mean, they'll just get more prisoners, no? Yes, but it doesn't behoove them to do that because the new prisoners would just have to start from square one. They want this solved. They would want one team to have experience and, and push forward. I suppose, but. Also, I can contact my family, and maybe they can put pressure on my cousin's family and put an end to this. Pressure? Sounds like your family will kill each other before that happens.、Mm-hmm. They they cannot go to war.、Uh, it <laughs> wouldn't be good for anyone. And、um, the very least, the council can give me permission to kill him. Council, where are you from? I told you I'm from the pit. We were headed there before we got a.、Uh... I mean, I know you're like all snooty booty with your status, but <laughs> <laughs> yes, you've, you've must have heard of the families. We're kind of、uh, well saturated throughout the lands. I wish I could say I have, but、um, you、hmm. seem to know what you're doing. Yes, let's just say if. We get them on our side, and we're able to get out of this place. It will be much better to have them on our side than against us. How fast can you reach them or contact them? Um, I should as soon as I'm able to reach another town without these restrictions. Word should spread pretty fast. I just need to get to the outside gate so I can summon Juliet on the outside and have her contact a nearby city or town. I didn't know Juliet could talk. She speaks Draconic. That's how、oh. I communicate with her. So, I, I feel like we glossed over detail.、Uh, Nina,、uh, how how does Aluia、uh, feel about the ashes of a child? Or also the fact that Atticus nearly ate her. <laughs> that too. There's a, there's a couple things I want to address with Aluia specific. It it sucks. But <laughs> she's got to move on. I mean, she prayed for it.、She、knows it'll be okay I think, with Yola. Accurate. I think maybe the question being driven here is:、uh, Is Aluia going to even mention it? <laughs> That's a better、oh, question. Yes, I understand. Okay, light bulb. <laughs> yeah, I just seen a baby die, and I prayed for it. All right, moving on. So the cookie. You、crumb. know that's just what happens to babies. They they they're born, they live, and then they burn to ashes. Well, everything is like really weird here. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, in, in her defense, everything that's gone on this town. Like, yeah, we've seen men walk through the rib cages of other people. You like, she left a blind orphan in a drug house earlier. I mean, <laughs> yeah, poor choices. Uh, I guess. I mean, her recovery from it will be a little quicker. I think seeing the sort of alive baby that hurt. Uh, 
because it had a higher chance of living, she'll, you know, she had a more of a reaction towards that. But she will ask, she'll approach Eddie. So, Eddie? Yeah, what's up, my bra? Uh, I don't like that, but... Um, you said you didn't know what you did with the baby. The, like, bra, the, the baby's right here. The other, like, undead baby. There was an undead baby? Yes. You walked off with it. I found it. It was just Ash. Ah, uh, come on. I think I'd remember that. Well, ask other Eddie. Why don't you remember? We all saw you take the baby and go. And it is now Ash. Alright, like, I'll ask Eddie. Hey, Eddie, do you remember another baby? And as uh, the Echo Knight Eddie manifests into, like, a shadowy, uh, shadow, shadowy reflection of yourself, he just shakes his head. Side check that motherfucker. I <laughs> check an object. All right. <laughs> uh, I don't. I I'm not sure if it's uh, feasible, Aluia. No, it's cool. I know. Uh, I just love that. <laughs> but uh, I... Eddie is satisfied with himself. Just looks over to Aluia. See, Eddie doesn't know what you're talking about either. I do not think you're telling me the truth, but there's too much here going on. I'll deal with it later. All right. I'll give you guys about another five, ten minutes. What does the party do? Any reaction from the mother? Does she stir? Wake? Something? Speak? Um, no. And uh, the seer you also notice this is extremely unusual. Like, it, it honestly seems like she's invalid. Uh, she, or at least she's not all there. He's just staring at the ground. Doesn't seem like there's that spark of consciousness quite yet, but it it shouldn't be this long. I am wondering if they are suffering from the same issues they had before when they were whole, before they passed on. I wonder if even after death such as this, it's not able to be restored. If not, that is a sad fate for the mother. For Can I, like... Insight check her to, to see if if I can tell if that's true with my kind of experience. Seer? Are you trying to insight check Seer? No, uh, the if if, Spear, if if Seer is correct about her uh, being drained, basically. A history check would be more apt. Um, Are you sure? Because I want to see if the, like, if... Because I'm trying to see if inside of her she still has this essence. It's kind of okay. So you're is, is instead of relying on information that you might have heard, you're actually no. I'm, I'm going after object. information I've experienced because I've because ex- I've experienced people who have been drained before. So well, I, I, would... I, I think uh, at the very least, uh, fast track this just a little bit. Like Eddie will just pipe up saying, "Oh, you mean she's as empty as she was before?" <laughs> Possibly. That's. Would mean that, and I would hate, hate to say this, but she is of the living dead. <laughs> Physically alive, but mentally gone. Trapped. Yeah, that's what Eddie told me. So she's just going to stay in this catatonic state the whole time? Unless we are able to restore their emptiness. Yes. Now, can I do a his, uh, history check on that one? Okay. Because again, this is something I probably... Yeah. Can. And again, just reiterate what you're looking for, so I can. Uh, if if it can, if there's any way to restore her after okay. being drained this far, mm. uh, with the eleven history, um, 
you, this is far beyond uh, what you think. Uh, <laughs> uh, fr uh, from what knowledge you know, like uh, you, you have no idea what method you would take for this. I've never heard of anyone coming back from being this far gone. Like, I don't really know a whole lot about this, but what if, like, we got rid of the thing that caused it in the first place? But, uh, think about it like a, a sandwich. If you were to eat the sandwich, it's gone. If I were to kill you, the sandwich would still be gone. But what if it's like a water balloon? Where if I fill it with water, but then I put a hole in the balloon, and then the water leaks out. I hope you guys understand that in situations like this, I don't think what you say is wrong, but it's not accurate. Because my theory in this is that it actually is more like someone turned off or tightened a thing to prevent things from coming in. So unless someone has a way to, in a sense, remove what caused them the undeath, such as like a priest of greater power, then they'll remain like that till it is removed. Well, the the undeath is a separate issue than the draining. Undeath is not death. It is a rebirth in my kind's eyes. But the draining, though, I think we might need to investigate a bit more just because it's not as simple as a thing to theorize in my mind i imagine it is like a seal less of a drain yes i mean i do have some experience with this and i, I glance over at nita <laughs> i can definitely tell you though that i have experienced similar things that this one might have because and i think you all remember this but when the child of the abiku was there Joy seems to cause people to lose themselves. I say this is because usually a birthing is a happy time. And once I'd done so, I kind of lost a bit of myself. Yes, and usually that bit comes back over time as if you've, you know, wounds heal. But sometimes, staring at this lady, I'm just going to say, sometimes wounds are too severe to heal properly on their own. I would agree, but I think we are dealing with too little of info. If we are able to find a person that is able to restore them to their previous state in the sense of like having no more ailments, then possibly, but even then I don't think that anyone would service them for they are no longer of the kind that would be unrestricted. They would have to live their life in the shadows, but they can't even live their life now. So they're uh, basically you know doomed. Yes. I might have like a solution for that, but I have to talk to someone first. Is that someone of something we can know about or no? Nah. Sorry, little dude. Leah's just cries, just gonna go big and like what? And then I feel like in that moment, like uh like uh as if like a, a toaster has just finished and like that little sound in his uh, his head's like, Oh, bros, we gotta deal with that gate thing. You know I sent Street Rat to go and sell, right? What if he comes back and it's still like that? Yes, and uh, the 
I also need to get to the outside gate so we can send a message quickly. It's, it just seems like we gotta move fast here, so we should just get to move on what we're doing. We can't really help the mother right now, but I think we can just start to move on from the new plan of getting Juliet out. And honestly, if we can get word to my people, they'd be the most likely with knowledge to help this situation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna... I'm going to... Even if I have to take the damage, I need to get to that outside gate as soon as possible. So I will head there. So, well, hang on. Hold your horses. We spend a lot of time uh, role-playing and uh, doing a lot of little things. But I said it, so it happens before whatever you're about to say. Oh, uh, no. No, fuck no. Um, So we have the map of the mansion. Um, I would like for everyone to put their tokens on the top left here. uh, Near the bedroom, we'll say, is uh, where the genasi and all the uh, crazy stuff have been uh, occurring. And uh, for clarity's sake, I know I usually refer to it as second floor, but for the layout of this map, we're going to assume that's the first floor for now. Unfortunately, I think Juliet would be back in her guard station watching those people, so she would not be here. She'd be in the basement. Where would the stairs for that be, just in case? Uh, Left of the screen. Okay. So as you guys are talking along, uh, getting your plans together... You just hear a voice bouncing off the walls. It doesn't quite have a direction, but it is booming. You know, I've grown a bit bored. And quite frankly, I feel a bit insulted that my offer has been refused. Yet, I'm a bit excited. I feel like I want to play a game. And I want to imagine that as this voice is going throughout the district we see like uh the elven slaves who are doing their jobs around the district just suddenly stop and stare either towards the gate or just you know looking around i offered the four newcomers into this town a chance at freedom and i'd be remiss not to offer everyone the same and you see the elves looking at one another let us play a game any of the slaves within this district that brings me the head of any of the newcomers are granted freedom from the city and may leave. Like a few people just dropping their tools and just whispering to one another. Should I have all four heads? Everyone in this district may leave. And you just hear like a murmur even from inside the mansion itself as... People are getting a little rowdy. This is but a limited time offer. I'll give you towards, and he looks at his wrist. Uh, till sunset. How's that? Have fun. And the voice just cuts. And I will offer everyone to roll initiative, but to use this round however they see fit. If you want to set up a barricade or possibly uh, try to negotiate with uh possible elves now would be the time i mean above table guys he never specified which four it could be the other gang that they might have <laughs> down yeah no, no, hold on i i do i do feel like i have to say uh from eddie's perspective wow that was really rude it's like seven of us <laughs> yes and i mean these commoners 
don't necessarily know what our heads look like. So, also, I don't really care. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I have a way to walk out. <laughs> uh, me too. I mean, I can just climb up to the ceiling, and they can't probably. Probably. However, should we be on Voyage of Peace? For I think the best solution to prevent people from fighting and killing each other is promoting that we have a cure for them. Yes, and we can free the entire city rather than this singular district. Correct. Well, like, whatever we do, we should probably make sure we're keeping in mind on, like, well, gestures toward the other two, but then also the dude downstairs. All right. Everyone uh, roll initiative for me. Okay. Uh, you guys have a round to act and do as you see fit. What does everyone do? Um, even though the initiative is still a little fucky. Okay. Uh, Atticus, you act first. Uh, what are you going to do? You hear a like a stampede of feet outside. Uh, and I was just measuring some distances to see where I could get. Uh, do I know what direction they're coming in? Like, in front of the house, back of the house? Yeah, more than likely, they're going to be coming from uh, both sides with uh, the amount of elves in the city. Um, I guess I will go... Just to clarify where both the doors are, if you look on the map, there's the one to the back of uh, the manor, and there's a door to the front of the manor. Which, keep in mind, has not been fixed. Um, there is still an opening from, uh, uh, the shatter that was cast. Alright, I'm gonna go as close as I can to the front, and using my thaumaturgy to make my voice as loud as I can, Mm -hmm. I'm gonna call out and tell them, If you join us, not only will your district be free, your diseases will be cured, your city will be free, and you will remain alive. Okay. So uh, are you making that? Okay, you're making that announcement right there. Okay. Um. Here's what I'll do. Give me a persuasion check. If it's 15, I'll allow you to make a roll for how many people that you switch over. If it's over 20, you can possibly uh, stop this encounter. And I'm only allowing this once. We're not going to keep re-rolling on this. But could I start that? And if someone continues the thing, then... We can work together. Um, at that point, usually I allow a, a free action for uh, speaking and uh, skill checks uh, for this specifically. Um, if you fail to get the DC 20 for uh, the persuasion, um, at most you guys will be convincing people to join your side as uh, things go on. Well, I meant like this first round, we all get something to do. So if one of the other members were to also do the same thing. Or is it just down to this one right now? I, I'm i going to only allow it for this one right now. For the sake of my own Sandy. Oh, I got a six. <laughs> uh, you see them sharpening blades. Um, Just to do like a uh, cut of uh, this. Or like a little cutscene of what's happening. We see like uh, the elves dropping tools. And like uh, a box from the gate being uh, pushed in. And we see within this box, like, blades. We see uh, bows. We see arrows as they run up and uh, start grabbing weapons to uh, start to hunt down 
uh, the humans and other creatures in town. Oh, good. They're not coming for us. They're just hunting other humans. Okay. <laughs> oh, yes. Guys, not much to worry about. We can escape. <laughs> well, not everyone. All right. Um, Atticus, that being said, can you roll me a... Uh, hmm, I'm thinking... Yeah. Roll me a 2d4, please. Okay. Uh, five. Everyone remember the fifth round. That's when some special is going to happen. And I'm going to have Atticus explain it when we get to that. Oh, my My friend who's an elder dragon shows up. <laughs> okay. So, Atticus, do you, uh, you used your uh, action to try to persuade the crowd. Didn't didn't work. Uh, Seer, it is now your turn. What are you doing? You feel that the mob mentality is going on. You probably have flashes from, like, some point in your life where similar things have happened, where fear was used to guide the people. Seer's going to look at the two reigning party members and just literally go like, do you have some form of wind or something that could distribute things rather quickly? Yes, actually I could. Do you yeah. see, I ask is because I do still have my sleeping powder. If we are able to at least incapacitate a majority of them, we could gently finish the rest with a gentle smack. I wish we can do peace talks, but if we can't, we might as well do the best we can to prevent this much death. Mm. All right. I put a token down for uh, the, like, essentially to represent the Genasi woman, the uh, uh, Graveborn. And speaking of which, uh, what are you guys going to do with the baby? Are you going to put it down? I mean, I imagine right now Sierra's going to still carry it. Okay. Oh, I thought Eddie was carrying it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Whoever one of us is gonna is carrying it still. I, I, are you sure his privilege to hold babies haven't been revoked yet? <laughs> I, well, it's not like Aluya was grabbing for it. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, come on now. But I think the main thing though, Sierra's gonna move forward enough that she can prepare the powder, mm. so that if someone can actually help, you know, if they chuck this powder into the wind and they use the wind to spread it out even further. It's going to use a lot of the powder. It's not like it's going to be like one mm -hmm. dose. It sounds like I'm going to burn like three of the doses to knock down a few people. Because mm -hmm. uh, how did I roll before that? It would affect like uh, just an area when you uh, uh, throw it down. Oh yeah, like a 10 foot cone. Yeah, thank you. Um, Atticus, you're on the ceiling, correct? Like, uh, no, are you I'm, actually, I'm, I'm actually on the ground. Okay, you're actually on the ground. Just want to yeah. specify. So, Seer, you go into uh, the main hallway that leads outside. Same with uh, Atticus. Um, does that end your turn, Seer? I mean, I'm basically... I can't really do anything else if we're treating it like a uh, combat initiative. Because I can't, like... If I build a barricade, it makes it even more suspicious. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so instead, I'm just going to prepare the powder okay. for that Aluia can take over. Or... Um, Eddie can. So basically making it so that the item's available. And you have the baby in one of your hands. No, um, Eddie's the one with the baby. Okay, just want to clarify. <laughs> Aluya, is now your turn. What are you doing? 15, 25. Okay, got him slow. Um, that's as far as I can go. And if I dash, I use my action, so. Yep. Um, I'll just prepare to use Thaumaturgy. Okay, but just preparing to use it? Um... Yeah, uh, cause actually, can I use my bonus action to move up ten feet with my it, tempestuous magic? Woo, I fly. It is five. It, ten. Is it 
Isn't a tempestra like uh, isn't that only to go directly up, or can you move in any direction? Uh. Yeah, I, su- I assume. Yeah, you could like well, basically the, do. The other hop. is that she cast a leveled spell. Uh, yeah. So I if you want to use a leveled spell, you can do it. I'll thaumaturgy myself with a little more of a boost. A leveled <laughs> spell? Oh, right. I don't want to use that. Oh. Yeah, that's the important bit. <laughs> oh, let me go back then. I was here, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just mm-hmm. as a, just as a reminder, just because we're in close quarters, if you go uh, through a, a uh, an ally's a square, that's a difficult terrain. Just mm-hmm. to. Uh, uh, as a reminder. Um, anything else, Aluya? You're just uh, making your way to the main corridor? Yeah, so I can help out with Seer. Mm-hmm. Eddie, you have a baby in hand. Are you going to kill it? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone left the room. <laughs> just like you just see uh, your reflection, Eddie, just like having like a, a prototype like blade arm as he's just like bringing it closer to the baby. <laughs> Uh, what actually happens is okay uh, is that eddie is going to like uh well i would say shout but it's more of like uh a slightly higher volume speaking voice like uh out into the area yeah i'm just gonna fill this place with smoke Mm. all right and uh before we go on to that atticus i must ask um is your uh, hp uh correct yeah, because I got spiked by the gate. Okay, just wanted to make sure it was the correct amount, because I honestly cannot remember how much you took. All right. Wait, is the cantrip a first level spell? No. No, it's level zero. <laughs> yep. Um, okay, okay. Uh, so uh, narrate a little bit what's happening here, Eddie. Uh, Eddie is going to uh, take up a position, I would say like maybe about over that, like closer to here, I think. And then he is going to uh, to breathe out as he kind of like fills the entire room with smoke as he casts a fog cloud inside the room. Okay. Yeah. So you go to the left hand side of the room towards a, the a dead woman, Janasi woman, holding baby in hand, and you're breathing out the smoke. If you want to draw something as a reminder, um, anything else? Uh. That'll be Eddie's action for the time being, because like he's basically playing defense because mm-hmm. he right. doesn't want to get them involved. <laughs> mm. All right, it gets to uh, the next round of uh, initiative, and we're gonna start seeing people uh, come in. So let's start off with uh, the uh, elves that look like uh, uh, William Gaunt. We see uh, the first batch of elves coming in, but there's plenty more to come. Um, I'm going to separate these guys into uh, three groups, like I usually do, between uh, red, blue, and uh, yellow. Uh, Blue will represent uh, a different kind of elf that looks like Scarlett Johansson. So these are all slaves, so I'm assuming that they just use the commoner stat block? You can assume that, because I've been known to use regular stat blocks all the time as my go-to. Guys, if we kill the entire town, then technically there's no more trouble happening in it. I mean, you are taking uh, Group B's approach, so uh, you'd definitely get a thumbs up from them. I would not allow that. (laughs) That was not Atticus saying that, that was me saying that. (laughs) 
I know. Just to be clear. <laughs> <laughs> Funny joke. Atticus, uh, you uh, see the, uh, you, you hear like the twang of strings as like uh, these uh, women uh, begin to draw at you and you can uh, see through the opening, you get to act before them. What do you do? I am gonna go here. How tall is this house? Um, it's an estate. So if I had to give uh, parameters for how tall it can get on the outside, uh, probably closer to uh, uh, 45 to uh, 50 feet. Uh, towards the inside, uh, I believe last time I said uh, the ceilings were 15 feet high. All right, I'm gonna, since this is, oh, does this hole go all the way to the ceiling? Uh, what is the range on uh, Shatter? Well, it also took out everything below it, so if it collapsed down... Uh, 10 foot radius? Uh, no, it would not have taken out the ceiling. Alright. So only the walls have been destroyed. So I'm gonna go up this to the ceiling and start working my way. So it's what? 10, 15, 20, 5, 30, and then 10 feet up the side of this wall. Okay. Okay, so you go on the outside and you're uh, starting to climb towards the roof? Yeah. Okay. So I'm what? That's uh, 25 feet up now. Okay, 25 feet up. Just keep track of uh, how high up you are in the air. Um, do you do anything else? You see that uh, <laughs> these uh, women do have bows. Um, I guess we haven't decided. But I um, let's see. Then as I'm going up, just to slow them down, I will cast my Earth Tremor. Okay, you cast her. Earth Tremor. Remind me what the spell does. Okay, uh, 1d6, and uh, where are you aiming that at? So it's 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 not hitting anyone, because I don't want to hurt them, because they are commoners, and if we can convince them so that we don't have to kill them, then that might be better. Oh, okay, so how do you intend to use the spell? All that terrain becomes difficult, difficult terrain now. Uh, anything else you'd like to do? Uh, no, I mean, uh, no, because I don't want to leave that one guy unintended. So Juliet's still guarding the one guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, draw the shape on the map, and uh, uh, Seer will move on to you. What does uh, Seer do for her round? Well, if there are people breaking into the place, they would move, I would say, a bit more forward. What's the red circle again? Sorry, Earth Tremor? Dif- difficult terrain. Yeah, so I stand before the difficult terrain. It's like right here. Have the powder fully set up. So it's I, d- I don't just pull that out of the bag. What I do is like I pull the bag out. I grab like a platter that might be along the way in the hallway. Pull it off. Pour this powder amongst on the, to this platter itself so that it's easily able to be blown into a direction. Mm-hmm. And... Seer is aiming towards outside this door where the majority of the people are coming through. Mm-hmm. So that if everybody maybe possibly in a direction where the wind or whatever ability that could push it out can send it off, it will spread further. But if Seer can't you know, have someone do that, they could fling the platter with enough force that it could just spread a cloud of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So are you going to, uh, so just clarify, are, are you ready, ready in action to when you can uh, see the elves uh, come in? See the elves or have 
like a nice straight line that could hit maybe the majority of everybody. So like if these people keep running here, I might hold off. Mm. Nah, I'm, I won't hold off. I'll just hit these people in front. Okay. Yeah, just like if they come right there, I just chuck it at them. That does mean, though, that if they go right for Atticus, Atticus will be in that. Remember, I'm 25 feet up. Mm. I know, but I don't know how much of the thing will distribute air-wise. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, if it's a 10-foot cone, I still don't think it will uh, reach them. Um, unless you're using something. Like, are you using anything to uh, go even farther? Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm basically mm-hmm. holding action to either they come close enough for me to throw it, or if, like, you know, Aluya is able to push it farther with like a gust or okay. a wind tunnel thingy, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I will say if uh, Aluya does use gust during uh, this uh, turn while you're casting it, I'll allow it to still be in the air. Um, yeah, I, I would allow it to reach uh, the archers uh, like uh, down south. But if you do use it to extend the radius at that point, yes, I would say it would also reach uh, possibly Atticus, but it shouldn't concern Atticus because I believe it's a, a sleep powder, correct? Correct. Yeah, it shouldn't be an issue. I believe. I, I do still need to sleep. Okay, so you're not immune to sleep effects. And yes, you will still have to make the save, which is. But it is a wisdom save, I'm guessing, right? I believe so. Okay. Um, I don't have Gus, but I have Thaumaturgy, which goes 30 feet. Well, there goes that plan down the train. Then. Yeah, never mind. No. Thaumaturgy. Yeah. I thought you had like a gust spell or wind spell because thaumaturgy can't solve everything. <laughs> as much as I pray that it can. Um. So yes. So your trigger is when you see a majority of the swordsmen come within range, correct? So at least two is uh, what you're going for. Yeah, I think two will be fine because at okay. least if it's one to one, I could like they're they're commoners. They're not like you know. Mm-hmm armed soldiers they're just a bunch of people running towards people so like being able to handle like one should not be as bad and i have extra powder so that i could if other more come i could just check it okay that sounds uh perfectly reasonable to me does that end your turn yep okay um everyone remind me the rules on obscured like or not obscured um uh half cover that's a plus two ac correct if i remember correctly yes okay I'll go off your word for now, unless I'm corrected later. Um, no, you're correct. Yeah. So I'm going to say uh, for uh, two thirds of the archers, since they're going through like uh, a-, a tree, essentially, and it's foliage that uh, anyone they try to shoot will be uh, 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 have a plus two AC. So let's uh, get started. So the first two shots plus two AC to anyone I target. Um, let's fucking go. Dude. Yep. There we go. Uh, Atticus, you're uh, first. Uh, 19 to hit. Yeah. Okay. Now hang on. Read something really quick. Need to apply okay. there. <laughs> Make me a, a DC uh, 13 dexterity save, please. Oh. Okay. So we're going with the first hit. So let let me animate this for you. Is uh, you see the elven archer uh, again, looking like Scarlett Johansson in tunic. Um, that's an elf and. She just draws back the string, closes an eye, aims it at Atticus. And Atticus, as you see this drawn back, you've seen archers before. It's nothing new. It's just an arrow. You see that she taps the arrow and it imbues it with a chaotic magic. She lets go 
It sails through the air, through the foliage, and hits you on the shoulder. And as it does, that magic explodes on you. So you take six piercing damage and seven fire. Holy shit, that rolled high. Well, good thing I am resistant to fire right now. Yep. So that is really good. These bitches can do damage like this. Why are they slaves? Rally together, people. (laughs) All right. Um, I think uh, they're going to focus fire. Um, This person, again, uh, just to clarify, with the first hit, you added plus two to your AC, correct? I did. It'll be an 18. 18. Thank you. And I also just realized that I didn't even notice those three down there because I thought the map ended at the front way. Well, here's the problem. You're on the side of the building, right? Yeah. I don't know if you get the AC bonus. Well, he said that it was through the trees, so through... Is through the trees. Sorry, I because yeah. like I, I just realized what the uh, what the DC was there, uh, but because normally this doesn't come up as often. But half cover also gives a plus two to your dexterity saves. Does it? Oh, okay. Then okay. no, that works out uh, fairly well. I'm uh, happy for that. Um, half damage on top of your half damage for uh, the fire damage. So what is that? Like one. So uh, that'd be a three rounded down, then one, yes. So one fire damage. All right. But you know what they're capable of, and you should be afraid of, if this is what an archer can do, what can the swordsman do? Um, So yes, um, they uh, go again with the bow. The second one misses. And uh, the third one's going to be aiming at Atticus. Uh, 15, that does not hit. All right. And uh, that ends their turn. Aluya, you hear a boom outside. Uh, she's just going to, because I counted this before, just go here. Mm-hmm. And um, I will cast Shield of Faith on myself. Okay. Um, see, can I see anyone from where I am? No. That will be my turn. Okay. Uh, it is now Eddie's turn. Eddie, you hear a boom outside. And uh, what are you going to do? Oh, gods. Uh, Seems like it's going to be a hot second before anyone gets to you. <laughs> so, I think at the very least, uh, a reminder, the uh, the goo version of the mom is kind of like in a permanently erect position. I would not use that phrasing, but yes, uh, yeah, permanently erect, yes. Okay, in which case, um, uh, in which case Eddie is going to kind of like uh, put the baby kind of like... A, arrange her arms a little bit <laughs> just like all right mm-hmm. i'll be back in a sec it seems like there's a lot more heavy stuff happening out there mm-hmm. <laughs> eddie just kind of like uh peeks his head out mm-hmm. of the of the smoke <laughs> <laughs> i love that image it's looney tunes in my head <laughs> hey is everything like all right over here my dudes no not really we're being attacked I am preparing to take down as many people as I can with the powder, but I need a way to be able to spread it spread it out fully. Mm-hmm. Oh man, looking if back only... at his own smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I continue, Seer. No, 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 I love that. Who who would know such a thing? I, I'm not gonna say that though. I'm gonna say <laughs> something similar. There, where it's basically like, if there was some way to create a wind torrent of something like that that could spread like in a tunnel or even just like a general direction farther than I could throw. That would aid me greatly. As you see Seer holding a platter full of powder. Wait, didn't Aaliyah have that covered? 
Well, mistakes would have made. All right. <laughs> all right. Now that now that Mega is having a little fun here, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we like to have fun uh, here. <laughs> how far do you need it to go? Farther than ten feet. Probably like to make a little cloud in front of the door. If better, I can make it send over the tree foliage to get those archers. Yeah, close enough. I was gonna lot like uh, thirty feet, but if you use gust, I'll make it thirty-five. The the gust of wind created by gust of wind goes out to sixty feet. <laughs> okay, yeah, it would easily cover it. Yeah, and also I was thinking that there's a wall between me and where this powder is coming from. Is there? Yeah, because I climbed up and then I'm on the outside and I'm climbing up on the outside wall. That's why I'm mm-hmm. 25 feet up. So I'm okay. above the ceiling of their place, basically. Okay, I'll allow that. Do you need it, like, within the next six seconds or, like... <laughs> I mean, if I have it within the next sec- six seconds, it can possibly prevent people coming through the door being effective. Has anyone noticed that six seconds is just an awesome unit of measurement? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I agree. Like it's like as if you keep talking until you get slowly turned off and then pop. <laughs> yeah, just imagine it's been six seconds for this entire conversation. <laughs> All right, you like <laughs> give me the signal and I'll like get ready to blow you. <laughs> and Eddie will, as the smoke in the room that he just left uh, completely disappears, he is now holding an action for gust of wind. <laughs> Mm. So that means Sierra will go off when you mention two people coming to the door. Okay. And then they'll launch it towards the archers, too, as well, with gusts of wind. Okay. So it uh, goes towards... Uh, yeah, where are you on initiative? How, yeah, it's already been your turn. Okay. Correct. So I'm ready. I'm primed. Yep. You're both holding your actions. So we're going to get into the difficult train. That'd be 15 feet. Then it's double movement from there. Okay. Um, I'm going to offer... Well... <sighs> Since I'm going the full mile with uh, Atticus here, being covered by a wall, um, I believe... Nope. Nope. Door's open over there. Yep. So uh, you'll be able to get all three uh, elves if you go right now. Now is uh, the chance. Uh, Kablam. Kablam. All right. Remind me about the DC. And you guys uh, animate this. It is not a high DC, but it's a DC. It It is a DC 13 con check. Nice. Okay. I'll make. Se- uh, would you prefer I make separate ones or just one roll? Honestly, like I don't know because one roll basically means that all of them either get away with it, or if I do separate rolls, means that maybe one would fail. So I. What do you think, Eddie? Like I'm not the best person to ask, but Eddie tells me that statistically speaking, your odds are better when you roll multiple times. Okay, fair. We'll do multiple times. Thank you, Eddie. <laughs> Uh, thank you. Um, I'll make the rolls. Uh, I want you both to animate it for me. Oh, yeah. So basically, Jesus. Oh, well, one failed at least. Um, but Seer basically ducks down a little bit, holding the platter full of like powder dust on top. And they just brace themselves because they're expecting a big torrent of air pushing them forward a bit if they don't brace themselves. And as they prepare themselves, seeing these people start walking in, the gust of wind that Eddie creates through what means? Is it like a powdered smoke of things that billow out? Yeah, it's it's more like Eddie just like lets out a deep exhale and just like a flurry of smoke starts blasting out from 
from his body and starts shooting out the doorway out to 60. <laughs> All right. And it yes. is continuous. Yep. Oh, and uh, I need to make a save for the archers, too. Also, damn, these are some, like, tanky, you know, peasants. Let's be real. One failed again. And it was a person that, uh, uh, towards the archers, the one that failed is uh, the only one with a clear vision. All right. Yeah, that was an excellent turn. Uh, Towards uh, the elves in the back, uh, they break through the door, essentially, and uh, they begin to run through. Going down the corridor, you hear a uh, stampede of feet. Uh, coming down from the hallway to your stage right, uh, Seer. Um, is now round three. And before we uh, get on to Atticus, I need to mention that uh, we start to see more people enter the stage. And just for uh, clarity's sake, uh, these uh, these additional elves will still fit within the, gr- uh, like, uh, the colored groups that just saved my sandy. But yes, we see more elven archers and uh, two more groups of swordsmen coming in from the back in the front. It seems like uh, more and more elves are coming to join the fight, but things are going to start getting more crowded. Um, Atticus, how do you handle this? Well, I warned them. Uh, I'm going to shoot this dude first. Uh, Ping them, please. Oh, yep. So you're going after the swordsman that is uh, not asleep in front of the door, but hasn't quite made it inside. 17 hit. 17 is a definite hit. 16 damage. 16 damage. It's a grievous injury. It, you, you're basically making this guy practically bleed out. Not <laughs> another d6 to that. Okay. Yes, I know I can't non-lethal a rain shot, but they shot me, so... Mm. Um, so he's still alive? Yes, he is still alive. Uh, I'm not going to kill him yet. I'm going to shoot. I can't see that one guy. I'll shoot one of the archers. Okay. This one. 25 hit. 25 is definite hit. And uh, which one are you aiming for? Um, the middle of the three. The middle of the three? Um, I'm still going to grant them a half cover. Doesn't but matter, it still hits. Yeah. yeah, I was going to. Oh, yes, that is correct. Thank you. See, that feat is yeah. useful. If I wanted to kill them, I'd be using my sharpshooter <laughs> ability <laughs> right now, too. I want to wound them so that they know that they gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> okay. Uh, tell me the damage for that. 17. 17. Explain how you killed the woman. So, like I said, Atticus isn't trying to kill them, but also... this Is this the one that hit him before? No. That'd be uh, the woman to her stage left. Oh, it doesn't matter. He didn't really see who shot him because he was focused on the other ones. But um, he just fires off at two of them and one of them happens to die. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then as can I free action just be like, the rest of you still can live if you flee. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, does that end your turn? Can I sense if uh, Juliet is still okay? She is uh, perfectly fine, but you. she does tell you that the Bikku is laughing. All right, I got to leave her there. And then I will, uh, I'll climb back down and stay on the ceiling, but um, go kind of back in the house. So I'm on the 15-foot ceiling. Okay, 15-foot ceiling. Gotcha. Here. So I'm out, this is this outside of the, yeah, okay, it is outside the range. Okay. Okay, so you're on the inside and uh, you're on the 15-foot ceiling. Um, and that ends your turn? 
Yeah. Okay. Seer, uh, these people seem like uh, they really want their freedom. Seer, first make a save. I know. <laughs> Thank strength, you. Strength, right? Uh, strength, yes. Do you have inspiration, uh, Eddie? Do I have inspiration? Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, give yourself inspiration. So I fly ten feet. <laughs> Holy shit! I told <laughs> you I had to prepare myself. Yep. You're setting yourself in a really bad situation here. For everybody's reference, so that they can see it. Also, it's 15 feet. Well, I kind of hit this dude first. Unless he fails. Okay, yes, uh, thank I'm you. I'm guessing that isn't affected by the difficult terrain. Uh, it's technically forced movement, so uh, unless Grace says otherwise, no. Yeah, I don't have any plans to change unless it says in raw i honestly off the top of my head i actually didn't even think about that interaction all right so uh two strength saves oh let's check sorry we got uh 10 and 22 okay so the first person's also going back 10 gets hit towards the railing the other guy saves and i assume doesn't move oh yeah they they stay where they are <laughs> all right and you moved uh 10 feet forward us here I mean, it really depends on the interaction. Did I hit the guy first and then he flew back, or did I... I assume they both happened at the same time. Okay, then I actually move right here. Okay. It's a 15 foot of movement. Oh, 15? <laughs> oh my gosh. What? Oh, shit. Yeah, so he... <laughs> the other guy goes right into uh, the bushes. He gets uh, knocked over the rail. And, you know, at that point, I'll give him the prone condition, because that sounds funny. Taking advantage of gusts of wind, I will... Throw the powder into the gust of wind. So doing another throw of the powder. Okay. And then I step away out of the wind tunnel and walk over the unconscious body of this man. And uh, who would that get? Because it looks like if you throw it into the gust of wind. To, uh, let's see. I actually don't know how cones work. Um, well, I had to basically move up first. So I'm basically okay. moving back up. So if there's no wall. Yep. There is no wall. And over the, the unconscious person, so attack of opportunity from this dude in the wind. Okay, thank you. A lot of things going on here. And I thought this was going to be simple. Um, Let's go with a standard uh, slash. Get you? Uh, ten. No. Uh, he misses as uh, his sword uh, clangs towards uh, the cobblestone. Now I throw the powder. Okay. And uh, who would that all get? I think it'd just be this person, this person, yeah. and then this person. That person's already asleep. Uh, the archer is already asleep. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so uh, two people then, by the looks of it? Correct. Uh, the, yep, the swordsmen. All right, they're going to make their uh, wisdom saves again. It's con saves. Oh, sorry, con uh, constitution saves. One of them goes asleep as well. Okay. Going to be uh, the person that uh, tried to uh, slash you. Oh, by the way, the guy that's unconscious on the ground, does he have a shield? Uh, does he have a shield? No. Okay. Yeah. Uh, none of these people have, like, really good armor or shields. It looks like they're given weapons and they're told to kill you. <laughs> Just making sure, because I don't usually steal from people, but if there's a shield, I'm stealing it. <laughs> All right. Anything else you do? Um. Well, the action already burned with the powder. Yep. I would actually have Rascal fly over. Well, actually, fuck. Flat Rascal would have been flown off, too. Okay. Um. Okay. I had Rascal on Aluia. That was what I had originally. So I'm going to okay. move Rascal to where Aluia is. Yeah, I'll allow that. That's perfectly fine. Yeah. The Rascal will fly out and fly 10 feet up. So currently they are 10 feet up in the air. So I'm going to write that down in the red bubble. Okay. Yeah, so we see this little mechanical dragon with that looks just absolutely adorable. Just go through the opening 
and uh, the mansion, which was destroyed by Luya Ozolongo. And what they will do is that they will actually attempt to shoot the bow out of someone's hand, because that is a thing you could do. Oh, okay. Basically, if I remember correctly, you could double check it. Mega, you could double check it too, if I remember. But it is an attack roll against someone's athletics or acrobatics to hold on to their bow or strength check. It, it, I was under the impression you couldn't call shots like that. Is uh, a buildy within uh, your uh, servant or is it just like a uh, action I'm not aware of that anyone can take? It is on page 271 of the Dungeon Guides Master. It's an optional rule. A creature can use a weapon attack to knock a weapon or an other, another item from a target's grass. Okay. Eric, it makes an attack roll contested against the strength athletics check or dexterity acrobatics check. Okay. If the attacker wins the contest, the, the attack causes no damage, but the defender drops the item. Okay. The attacker has disadvantage on attack rolls if the target is holding an item with two or more hands. Okay. Um. Yeah, no, uh, I, I would go along with that. Um. If you guys want to uh, have this. Is that something you guys want enemies to possibly do? I'm cool with it. Yeah, because it's not too debilitating. I mean, like, uh, wouldn't it be a free uh, item interaction to pick up a weapon? That is I correct. Mean, that no. is correct. They just they would have to do a melee, though. If they're ranged, they can't be like, I'm going to pick up your bow from 30 feet. Yes. So, uh, yeah, yeah, does it send it flinging or drop it right to their feet? Because it sounds like it just drops it to their feet. Up to you. Um. Basically, hmm. it's however you want to flavor it. Basically... Rascal shooting a bolt with a high velocity, uh, causing yeah. force damage. Yeah. What What I will say, just to make things interesting, if we do go along with this rule, whenever we do do it, it'll send it uh, 15 feet in a direction. And the main reason I want to do that is to offer a little bit more with this rule uh, for the possibility to proc uh, opportunity attacks. That'd be the only caveat I would add on to this if we do go along with it. Are, is everyone okay with this? Because I am perfectly fine with doing this, but it, <laughs> a lot of fucked up shit I can do. I mean, why don't we just make it 10 feet? Because you, you'll still get that attack of opportunity. Oh, yes. And it will travel yeah. far enough. I, I'm sorry, I wasn't swear. doing math right. I'm still a little tired. Three hours of sleep and all that. Yes, 10 feet. Um, yeah. Uh, so let's get back into it. I think more specifically, uh. I think more specifically, uh, it should be 10 feet uh, in the direction of the attack. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I was going to go with. So we'll write that down uh, in the house rules. But uh, yeah, so let's get back into it. Um, So reiterate. Yeah, Rascal flies up into the air, basically makes a weird, like, you know, jangly noise, and then shoots out one little tiny bolt from its mouth at high velocity to the point where it's just like a tiny little Gauss rifle. <laughs> mm-hmm. And aims for this person's bow. Okay. And uh, acrobatics or athletics, correct? And it contests against your... Uh... Correct. Yeah, so, yeah, so it's a uh, choice of dexterity or... Uh, uh, acrobatics uh, or athletics. Yes. Yeah. Good luck! So, yeah, no, I'm going to have to make a straight dexterity then. Like, again, just to clarify, acrobatics stems from uh, dexterity and athletics uh, stems from uh, strength, correct? Or do oui. they both go... Okay. Correct. So choice of dexterity or strength. It's an elf. They're going to do dexterity check. Uh, wow, that holy shit! A high roll, but not close enough. So you rolled twenty-five, um, and they uh, rolled a twenty. Um, so yes, uh, the weapon from their hand gets flung and goes right into the foliage. Powerful move. Anything else? That will be it. Rascal will just float around, being adorable. 
my lord. Yeah, you really took that opportunity right there. Oh. Now the question is, does she go after her weapon or does she try to wake up her friend? Both of which is going to waste a turn. Um, Aluya, or not Aluya, uh, Moo, odds or evens? I will do odds. Okay, odds, she goes for the weapon, even she wakes up her friend. Going for the weapon. So she is going to go right into the foliage. Imagine she's uh, uh, five feet down and uh, she's going to uh, grab her weapon and probably step back out, um, but she can't do anything. It grabs her weapon. Uh, I'm just going to give it to you for right now. Even though it's a free item inter- interaction, I like the way you handled that. I'm going to say that uh, to search for her weapon, since you've knocked into the foliage, is going to take a full round action. Um... But yes, that goes for uh, the other bowmen that are entering in on the scene. They're going to run, not run, but move. You keep them moving, so I can't show cool shit. So uh, they uh, begin to get in formation, but there's still foliage between you and them. And uh, they're going to set up a volley. Um, they entered the scene as soon as Atticus uh, uh, killed one of their friends, didn't they? <laughs> um, yeah, and then... Told them that they could live if they left. Yes, quite the ultimatum. Um, remind me, you're just on the ceiling. That's it. Yeah, I'm now back inside the the house on the ceiling. Mm. I'm gonna say, mm. all of them want want to try to hit you, but I'm gonna say with uh, the wall that's in the way that it is really hard to get a fucking shot on you. So only one's gonna try to attack you. The other two are gonna try to attack us here. No, I want to just focus on you. Okay, first one's coming right at you, uh, Atticus. Yeah, uh, twelve does not hit. Also, do I have any cover? Just from my knowledge. Oh uh, yes, you you have uh, just uh, a half cover at the moment. Okay. Okay. Uh, the other two are coming at you, uh, Seer. Uh, reminder: half cover. And if they miss, uh, hey, remind me: does a sleeping creature uh, automatically fail uh, checks? Or, uh, like, how how does uh, a saving throws work against a sleeping creature? It, I mean, how would you feel if you were sleeping and someone stabbed you in the butt? Yeah, I'm not sure if it's disadvantage or automatic failure. Because it uh, sounds like automatic uh, failure. If we're talking about uh, dex- uh, strength and dexterity saves, are automatically failed. Okay, yeah. Um, If they miss, they're just going to hit their friend. <laughs> Let's go with the first one. Uh, 14, that's a miss, and they hit their friend. Um, I assume that's a miss, correct? Your, your AC. Yeah, I have an AC of 16. Yep, thank you. Uh, five piercing, two fire as it explodes. Um, Seer, I still need you to make a dexterity safe. Whoever loaded these people with explosive arrows gave peasants the scariest weapon. We, I really wish we could convince them more because holy crap. As a reminder, uh, the arrows uh, did not come pre-explosive. Um, two fire damage. That is one. Yep. Well... Uh, zero? zero. Can it? Again, you have zero? half cover. Oh, yep, zero. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> son of a bitch. Um, but yes. So uh, the explosion uh, goes off of the elf. I'm assuming that's enough to wake them up as they uh, take a uh, seven damage. If I was this dude, I fucking run. Will <laughs> he fall unconscious? Get shot in the back and be like, ah! Because you're shot by your friend, too, not, like, even by the enemy. <laughs> Correct. No, uh, and unfortunately, um, I actually think uh, the uh, archer right behind uh, <laughs> the line of archers isn't actually going to try to shoot. 
just because, uh, keep in mind, a miss would uh, be more likely to either hit one of the archers or uh, the poor swordsman. Sierra's just gonna say it's like, not my fault, your fault, we want peace. Yeah. Aluya, it is your turn. You're hearing another explosion, and you see like a lot of people getting onto the scene. What do you do? Make a strength saving throw. Okay. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. you're in there, too. Very helpful, actually. Are you yeah. up to scale? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you get pushed 15 feet away. That's yeah, towards the combat. Oh, you're going right by the sleeping down. Can you actually animate this for me? Because you're all about wind, and this is a very cool situation for you. So wait, I'm moving up here, right? It does smell like skunk, by the way. Just uh, in in case people were wondering. Yeah, 15 feet down. She's just kind of preparing herself for what's coming. She's like, oh! I can't, well, I know you're not jumping, but I kind of imagine like a a superhero kind of jump from this. (laughs) Yeah, imagine her like putting her spear forward and like... Yeah. Corkscrewing. Um, he's asleep. Um, there, is, there is one awake, and you do hear a stampede of uh, feet down the hallway to your stage right. Okay. Um, In, yeah, inside of the house. Okay. I'm going to leave that guy for Atticus or even Seer. She can handle him. I'm going to move. Beware, if you try to move back, it's half movement since you're in the wind. And... It, yeah, those don't stack, right? It's both half movement for uh, the difficult train and the gust. Actually, they both stack because it's holy shit! Because <laughs> it's not because it's not described as difficult terrain. It's How just far adding... to get here to get out of it? I mean, you'll have to walk towards the guy that's on the ground screaming with an arrow in his back. Because <laughs> um, I'll use all my movement. Uh... So basically, if you go towards Eddie, you can only move one square because. You have 20 feet <laughs> of movement. Don't have enough movement to go the rest It'll of the It'll be half and half. I'll, I'll just stay here. Well, the problem is, Leah, you don't have enough. If Even if I dash? All my dash? Yeah, you'll make it. Yeah, yeah, so 40 feet of movement. You guys are setting up something pretty nasty here, but um, a lot remember, of people. Remember, I am 15 feet in the air from that. Mm. I'm not right next to <laughs> Okay, full action to get there. Um, Does that end your turn? Yeah. Eddie, what's up? Hey, little dude, do you still need the wind out the door? No, we can take it down. There are too many outside anyway. I'm just going to push it over there instead as... Because I'm assuming Eddie has a high enough passive perception to... You can definitely hear it. Yeah, yeah. I am. It is very obvious everyone hears it. Okay. In which case, Eddie is going to move here. <laughs> hmm and he's going to use his bonus action to reorient the wind. <laughs> I honestly didn't imagine this encounter being this cool. I fucking love the way you guys are dealing with this. <laughs> so yes, like a gust of wind going down the corridor. And uh, uh, I guess for the record, that one down the ground over there, are they asleep? <laughs> uh, this one this right one? here? Yes. Okay. He's asleep and bleeding out, right? Yeah, and just to clarified just so i have this on uh, recording uh uh fey ancestry i believe that's only towards uh, charms correct or is that also towards uh, anything that puts you to sleep anything that put that can magically put someone to sleep yeah yeah no yeah no need yeah no need to worry about it even if you magically put them to sleep i did not prepare that on their stat blocks just consider them a variant of elves 
They're disconnected from the fate. I don't care how people imagine it, but we're <laughs> I'm allowing this to happen. We're we're gonna have straight rolls for the fucking uh, sleep. But uh, yeah, I think because Eddie still doesn't like fully understand what to do with this situation. Uh, I think he'll go ahead and just like uh, slouch a little bit as he takes the dodge action. And by okay. slouch a little bit, I mean slouch a little more than usual. Yes. And the gust is going down the hallway, correct? That is correct. I'll I'll draw it in a second. Thank you. Yes. All right. And that ends your turn with the dodge and reorient, reorienting the, the gust. All right. So let's deal with red team. Uh, we're going to deal with the person that's awake to start off with. Um, They're going to try to slash at Seer. I'm not the one that shot you. <laughs> and uh, I think uh, he just says with the arrow in his back and just like bleary eyes, I need to do this. And he's going to uh, slash at you. Um, first. Did he get up? Oh, yeah, he's uh, asleep, isn't he? Yeah. Um, do you go prone when you go to sleep? Usually. I, I yeah, I was just going to say, logically, it makes sense. Usually when you fall asleep, you're on the ground. Yeah, so uh, again, he spends uh, half his movement to get up. And uh, he goes in for a slash at Seer. Uh, what's the number? That hits. That's 24. Uh, a little bit worse than that. Um, he rolled 19, and I think it's uh, about time that uh, we discuss about uh, his traits. Oh, fuck, he's a champion. No, not champion. They're all desperate to get the kill. <laughs> so for the swordsmen, they have a crit range between... Well, I think he's going to reroll that. Okay, there we go. And that was just... My heart just started beating, and I was excited. Nope, no excitement for you. Yeah, and that goes for miss. Son of a bitch! Um, who are you giving the advantage to, Atticus? Um, I think I will give it to you, because Atticus doesn't want to spare them, but realizes that you do, and so he will be willing to help that out. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna put an orange dot on me to let me know I'm, I have that. Alright. Um, so yes, he uh, misses with this blow, but again, Sierra, I want to imagine as he says, you have to do this, we see the reflection of his blade in your eyes gleaming from it, and there's a moment where you thought your head was going to be taken off, but how, how do you do that, Atticus? Like, how do you flavor, like, silvery barb? I imagine it's kind of like the the, the portal that he opens to summon Juliet. It's kind of a smaller one of those, and you kind of see kind of a claw reach out and just a little tweak to whatever they were doing. Yeah, just like brushing it to the side. That is mm -hmm. awesome. Um, but yes, it clatters on the ground. Let's deal with the other people. Um, so the person who's prone is gonna spend 15 feet, or like a half his movement to get up. And uh, he is no longer prone. And he is gonna try to make it back up here. Um, yeah, that's gonna be all of his movement just to move 10 and he's just gonna start to climb up i'm gonna put him right here but i'm gonna flavor it that he is uh climbing up at the moment as he uh, spends all of his movement action to get back uh, onto the stage um and these people are going to dash these people are gonna start running up and they cluster together like fools all right moving on to the other uh swordsmen that are coming in from the back we got uh the first part of the group that's going to also be dashing so five ten then we get into the weird area. So uh, how does that gust work again? Is it at the end of their turn where it takes effects? Uh, it's at the it's at the start of their turn. However, the uh, yeah. the 
the extra cost of movement uh, still applies if they're yes. moving in the direction of the wind. <laughs> so essentially to animate what happens, uh, one person tries to brave uh, the gust, uh, stepping closer and closer to Eddie, and T's just leaning forward, taking heavy steps. The other two, as they run down the hallway, uh, move into a side room to escape the gust of wind. And uh, we have uh, other elves that are running from the back inside. As they enter the building, you hear uh, more feet come down the hall, Eddie. Round four, things are going to get really fucky when it gets to round five. Atticus, is your turn. Uh, Atticus is getting annoyed, so... He's gonna fire his gun at the ground, but before he does, he switches the ammunition to a different kind of green glowing piece he pulls from his side. I'm going to cast Spike Growth. So as that, it kind of like, you see these like roots growing from it and these horrible black gnarly bushes grow out of the ground. Okay. Yep. And please draw a shape for me. Okay. It's basically, it's all difficult terrain. Um, any for every five feet of movement, or uh, it'll take two d four damage. Okay, two d four damage, uh, and that's at the start of their turn, or uh, when when does it proc? When they move. When they move. Okay. Well, son of a bitch. Or enter it. So every space they move, they take two d four, basically. Oh fuck. Basically, they can't run away, nor can they move forward, for they will all die. My God, that is a brutal fucking spell. We are still willing to accept surrenders. It's even worse if someone, say, has Eldritch Blast with a pushing effect. Or, for example, if Eddie really wanted to be evil, he used Gust to win on them. Hmm. Yeah, but the swordsmen are definitely dealing with a uh, bunch of shit right now. Um, does that end your turn? Uh, I'll do another check-in with Juliet. Uh, still laughing. Is he, like, doing anything? Like, No, he's just... just... He's just laughing hysterically. Okay, yeah, that's... He might also be twirling his mustache with one of his fingers while laughing. (laughs) We left him with fingers? (laughs) That's an issue that we must resolve at the end of this combat. We gotta take those away from him. Alright, Seer, it is now your turn. Uh, It looks like you guys have a pretty nifty setup at the moment. Seer asking this desperate man a very important question... And I might need a roll of persuasion, but here's the thing. He also might need to persuade me. <laughs> and the reason why I say this is because Seer's going to ask him very gently, being like, Are you sure you're desperate enough to throw your life away when we are here to aid you? I am here to save you. I already made a cure for a disease that plagued your families and things as such as that. But if you wish for... A quick death. I hate to have my hands forced to make that wish come true. Saying that to this poor guy and being like, yeah. they're trying to ask for peace, but it's like, if you wish for war, war will happen. All right, uh, make me a uh, persuasion. I uh, mean, depending on his response, my response will be something terrifying. Yes, uh, that's why I want to go with the initial uh, persuasion to see how I want to go about this, because I got two things in mind. This is with, with someone eight. with a negative eight, so it's like yeah. with a eight. So there you go. And you see, like for a moment, like hesitation. Like you can even hear his thoughts. Like, can I? Is this another way? And then he quickly shakes his head. It's like he thinks of maybe perhaps a wife, maybe a child. 
and his eyes just take on a cold stare as he just says, This is the only way. This is the only way we can escape. There's no hope. And he looks towards the gate. No, there's hope. And he grips his sword even tighter. Seer will drop her disguise. <laughs> and then kind of look upon him and being like, You dug your grave then. Mm, yeah, just animate what this like transition looks like, please. It's like an, a magical change as they just simply take off their hat, grabbing it and just pulling it off. And then it just like a little curtain flow, it just kind of drops down up, upon their body and you just see this fiery flame of hair just burst out, mm. waving low to the ground, kind of just like constantly moving. Their ashen black skin covered in like these molten freckles and cracks just fully reveal. And mm. their humanish eyes that kind of look similar to Aluya's turn into this black scrella and glowing look. Mm. Kind of like as if they're looking into a lava pit of some sort. Yeah. And right. they just simply stare and go like, you may then try. Oh, <laughs> I have advantage? Oh, right. I did have advantage. <laughs> I mean, and technically was the next roll. <laughs> Technically it is. I should roll. Um, but advantage. I don't mean to be that person. We have exhaustion. It would be a straight roll then. Yeah. Yeah, it, it becomes a straight roll. <laughs> yep. Oh. Which is just, well, no, no, no. What I'm saying is that because she would have rolled at disadvantage anyway, the re-roll is a straight roll. So regardless, whatever d20 she makes is the new roll. Should we try it? Although, would I roll persuasion or intimidation <laughs> Um, that well, it's more of a difficult thing because she already made a straight roll. Um, oh, no, again, the the important thing here, Gray, is that regardless of whether she would have made two rolls, uh, silvery barbs would have allowed. Uh, oh, wait, no, 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 that, that's just for the initial. No, sorry, that okay. my bad. I forgot about the activation. Yeah, sorry, that that was my bad. That, no, that's fine. But uh, going along with the scene, uh, Seer, uh, what do you do? Seer will walk over here, not procking an attack of opportunity. Mm. And here's the thing. I could go for the really evil route. Mm. Like, I have a fucking evil thing I can do. But instead, I'm going to cast Catapult and launch that powder dust right at the Archer Elves. Oh, okay. You can. So, basically hold up this powder in their hand in front of this person. Um, Flick it up in the air and then cast catapult, launching it at high velocity at the archer elves below. Okay, I uh, know. I'm aware. I might murder someone. Uh, not well, not uh, Atticus. He's in the air, so you, you got a clear, you, you got a clear sight. Um, but yes, uh, go right ahead. Let me first burn um, my spell slot. Yeah, okay. it, it's taking its time. Hmm. Oh, I got a refresh roll twenty. Yeah, well, this is a good time to just bring up the question. Uh, disadvantage... Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, that's a ranged spell attack. But uh, uh, ranged spell attacks and uh, ranged attacks only suffer disadvantage if it's within five feet of the actual target itself, right? It's not influenced by any enemies. By, near them. by raw? Are you asking by raw? Or... Yeah. Which, which is arguably the stupider version? Um... Uh, let me hear the stupider version than the rules is intended. Well, uh, uh, it does not matter who you are targeting. If somebody is within five feet of you, all of your ranged attacks have disadvantage. Mm -hmm. Um, no alchemist savant 
if I hit someone with it, I don't want them to die. But it is going to explode in like a giant powder of smoke mm. full of this knockout, basically, powder. Mm. So you'll recall my frustration with this particular rule way, way back <laughs> in the season one of campaign one. Where... Yeah. No, I, I'm fine with uh, going with real cool on this. Um, I I don't mind. Well, catapult uh, doesn't even have a. Well, it's, it's not even a range. Yeah, I was gonna say happen. yeah, yeah. I was just more of uh, clarity on my part. Um, so yes. Uh, I, I'm sorry, I got lost. <laughs> I was looking at the trees through the forest, or however the fuck that saying goes. Uh, what the f- uh, dexterity? Yes, dexterity. Succeed. Let's see, if they crit fail, I feel bad for this elf. <laughs> Okay. Sturdy save. Uh, 14. My DC is a 17. Yeah? <laughs> Does not save. Uh, what's the damage? Um, minus the Alchemist Savant, 15 bludgeoning at this bag, like this very powdery bag that's like a bean bag, just hits this person straight in the chest. Oh, God. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, explain the murder. Ah! Uh... <laughs> Well, the problem with the spell catapult <laughs> is that no matter what it is, it could be a marble, it could be a rock, it could be a stuffed animal. It flings it at such high velocity that it will just hit things really damn hard. I don't want to imagine the woman right behind, both the women behind them just blood spatter right to the face like in a horror movie. <laughs> and shit. worst off, the powder goes off, so anything around them will have to do a con save. Okay, um, and who does that reach? All of them? All of them. Uh, constitution save for, uh, sleeping, uh, that only affects, uh, the sleeping condition only affects, uh, strength and dexterity. Automatic failure on a strength or dexterity saving throw. Okay, Everything thank else you. is fine. Awesome. They also fail anything that's, like, gives them awareness, so, like, they have disadvantage on perception checks or stuff like that. Okay, so I'm going, uh, uh stage left to stage right, uh, for all these rolls. And then as you do that, Sears looking to this guy and goes like, you have no escape. Okay, and uh, what was the saving throw again? Uh, 13? Yeah. Okay, explain how you kill three of the four elves. They, they don't die and go to sleep. Oh, there was a sleeping one. I well, thought you said If an elf goes to sleep, it dies. That's why they don't do it. <laughs> well, <laughs> don't say all, that. Well, they all go to sleep. Uh, <laughs> but one of them stays asleep. There you go. Yeah. No. But basically, they look at this desperate person going like, I still give mercy to those, but for you, I don't think my companions will if you continue your actions. That is your choice. And you see Atticus just giving an evil laugh as she's saying this. Alright, um, I would say it's the elf uh, bow, or the archer's turns, but uh, you know, let's move past that. Um, Aluya, what do you do for your turn? Things uh, seem to be changing. Seeing that uh, everyone's got it covered, I'm just gonna go take a break uh, with all this AoE damage. Um, so who's alive here? This group in the spike growth, they're asleep. Um, well, I guess I can... What is this red circle here? Uh, so the, the smaller one is the difficult drain from the, the ground being erupted, and the bigger one is the spike growth. And what's the square from? That's from when you cast shatter, so that wall is destroyed. Got it. Okay, so... Well, let's just make it worse. Uh, trying to get an angle where I can see everyone outside. So, a uh, half movement. I mean, I was going to say if you really want to, you could pack up Eddie. I think we got this group under control. Uh, 
you know what? Yeah, because she doesn't want to hurt them. And though you're dropping people like flies, uh... I'm dropping them to Slumberland, not murder. <laughs> except for one. Literally we've only murdered two of them so far. <laughs> and I think the one that I murdered was the one that actually shot Atticus. <laughs> hey, so I'm just gonna go up with Eddie. But Atticus thinks he killed the one that shot him. Uh, so, I'm pretty useless right now. Could use a snack and some sleep, but hopefully they'll pack up and go. Yes? What do you think? And that's my turn. Uh, you know what? I will hold my attack if someone gets within 20 feet of me. Uh, if someone gets within 20 feet of you? Yeah. Um, I'm fairly certain that person's already within 20 feet of you. He's not moving. Oh, if he moves. Okay. Okay. Um, may, may I ask specifically why 20 feet? Uh, I am a little confuzzled. Uh, In the event, because I think she's talking about her spear. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Um, I assume that ends your turn? Yeah. All right, Eddie, is your turn. It looks like you guys are doing some good, like, control here. I think Eddie, just because, uh, uh, because he's at least like somewhat paying attention to like the the movements of the people down that hallway, since that's where his attention is. Like, dudes, I feel like the line of communications have like all gotten confuzzled. How about we all just get high together and talk things out? <laughs> I've got I've got some mind fuck. Mindfuck? Oh, did he say mindfuck? Mindfuck, mindfuck. <laughs> Even the guy that's like about to slash Sears, like, mindfuck? Mindfuck? <laughs> drugs make the world better. <laughs> do drugs, kids. What's Eddie do? I, I don't know. Does Eddie actually get a response from that? No, absolutely not. Right, in which case, I think uh, Smokey Eddie is going to, like, uh, just like, uh, you know, like, billow its way, you know, like, over, around, and through the smoke. It's just like, like, I think you should just, like, stay where you are, because I'm a pretty chill dude, but Eddie can be mean. <laughs> All right. Anything but, else but you'd that, like to do? I think Eddie will end his turn as that. <laughs> okay. So Echo Eddie goes, uh, like, down the hallway and block, essentially <laughs> creates a bit of a block between the door where the two elves uh, sidestepped into and the hallway that is filled with a gust of wind. Yeah. All right, let's start talking about uh, these people's turns. Um, uh, 2D, uh, how, how does this uh, spike growth work again? It was... Uh... Or to, to put it, or to put another, to put in perspective, they take damage anytime they move into a square that is affected by spike growth. Yeah. That also might affect their decision-making because they might realize, oh, sh crap, we're trapped. Mm -hmm. Trying to break their morale, basically. And uh, I assume it's 2d4 even when you're uh, uh, walking uh, out of the radius. Yeah. So if they move, if they move while in a square with it, they they do it. Or if uh, they enter. So just making sure this is clear, they can move if they happen to be like on the edge of spike growth and move into a square just outside of it. They don't take damage because they moved into a square that is not affected by spike growth. And yeah, and I'll go with that for now. So let's just talk about the swordsman that's the closest to doing any kind of damage as uh, he tries to slash at Seer. Yeah. That's a hit? Yep, that's just a singular hit. And nine slashing as he just slashes you across the chest. All right, let's take care of the other people. So he's going to move outside. Uh, this is uh, the person 
that got blown off the rail into the foliage, going through the foliage, uh, climbing up the rail, like spikes begin to grow on the uh, ledge that he's grabbing onto, making his hands bleed as he moves out of it and takes a 2d4 damage. Uh, can you just start, uh, whenever I start moving someone, can you start uh, moving or uh, rolling 2d4 for me, uh, John? So roll, just roll yeah. 2d4. Okay. Uh, takes a three damage, uh, moving out of spike growth, and uh, he is going to move inside and also attacks here since uh, he cannot, uh, yeah, 15 feet up for Atticus. Yeah, so he's going to try to kill the woman. Uh, 16 to hit. That's my AC. Damn. Uh, six slashing. All right, let's talk about the other people. This person's asleep. Uh, these two people are going to be moving. So this one steps forward, 2d4. That's 10 movement. Okay, yep. 10, 20. Owie. I'm going to say owl every time for them. Also, holy crap, Atticus. Yeah. Jeez. Does this guy continue to move forward? Because he's dying. He can't, he can't move if I, I could dash. But how much would I get out of a dash used to twenty well, feet? Poorly, you, like... you still you still get your you still get your full movement when you do a dash, but you just keep yeah. spending it. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of how much you'd spend for additional movement. That'd be a twenty feet, wouldn't it? Well, the reason I'm kind of weirded out is I'm sitting there going, like, "Man, these guys are, don't care if they're dying." Holy crap! There's nothing. They're gonna try to get out of this shit the best way they can i'm doing a dash i'm assuming that's an additional 20 movement just to move one square make me another roll oh my god and that's a 40 movement uh so far that he's done and to move out <laughs> how's this dude looking bad and he's gonna i think use the rest of his movement well close enough is that uh he's moving out of it so that'd just be regular half this is hurting my head um, so 10 on top of that, that'd be 50 and yeah, uh, full 60 to go over Atticus or underneath Atticus. Holy shit. And now I got to do all that fucking damage. Um, oh, was that, uh, is, wish these guys have no care of their lives. Holy shit. They have a skill called desperation. <laughs> That's for crit. It's not for stupidity. <laughs> it is, uh, for a lot of flavor. Um, let's see. 21 damage total. Holy shit. Just from spike growth. I love that spell. I actually do. Uh, he is nearly dead from the spike growth alone. And we're gonna play it again. So, do the damage again. 20. Oh my god! 40. The f- is this guy 50. sure? <laughs> oh. Are you sure they would really willingly walk through there to death? Yeah, I mean, it just seems like you're you might live living in the city while we help you, or you die. And he's dying right now. I could I could fix all of them too if they really want me to. They just gotta surrender. Did I roll enough? I, you moved really quickly, so I, I was trying to keep. It's so a one, two, three, uh, three rolls. Uh, okay, how, yeah. What was all the rolls? A uh, seventeen total. Thank you. Holy fuck! He's nearly dead as well, and we're gonna do it again. One, two, three, and. Oh my god, that's 19 points of damage. 40, 60, that's full movement. Uh, how much was uh, the second 19. one? 19, thank you. God damn it, dude, you're giving me a brain aneurysm right now. <laughs> 10, 20, and uh, goes to 40. Uh... That's three. Then uh, he's, it, 
the humunculus. Uh, it's uh, 15 feet up in the air. How high yeah, is it? 10 feet up. Thank you. Um, 10 feet up. He's going to go right underneath then uh, for one more. That's all he can move. Oh. Uh, how much is total damage for that? 17. Jesus. Oh, God. Um, yeah, they none of them can do anything there. That was Above table. Should yeah. I just like get like a five kill shrink next turn? Let's go. Go right ahead. Penta kill. <laughs> You've given them every opportunity to escape, and they obviously are not going to take it after they climb through that. Yeah, they kind of proved the point that they are willing to crawl through death, and it's like, all right, fuck you guys. Yes, they they've they're they're throwing their life to the wind and putting their metal to the blade. They want their freedom and they will go at any go through any amount of glass for barefoot on floor to reach that goal. Um towards the other swordsmen. Let's uh, solve this really quick. This guy's in the gust. Needs to make a strength save. Let's see what we got here. Fucking Chris. Getting a headache now. Um strength save. 18, I assume that beats. It does. Yep. So he'll move up, and that's... As soon as he does... that'll be when Smokey Eddie strikes, because he was warned. <laughs> yep. Uh, two, and that also goes for Luya. Mm-hmm. Uh, 15 hit, that is a definite hit. Um, I'm going... So what happens is, as she sees him uh, moving forward, after all the warnings we've given them, well, they've given them, um... She's going to take her spear and then make like a like a throwing motion and it just disappears from her hand and it's gonna go and apparate from behind him and spear him in the shoulder. Okay. I don't know why it rolled an eight. Oh, from And you have a shield on, right? I do have a shield on. It's just so one handed. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. It's just five damage. Yeah, sorry, I'll I'll roll now. Uh 17 and 25. Oh, Jesus. Yep, 25. All right, just put him back right over here. Just make sure. Uh, Yeah, uh, 25. uh, Yeah, that's just to uh, hit. Yeah, both those hit. uh, Four force. 12 uh, total would be 16. 16 force and gets knocked back 20 feet. Okay, thank you. And that's straight back. Basically, he's all the way back at the end of the hall. Yeah, (laughs) all his effort down the drain. Um, Let's see. So uh, the other ones... uh, uh, after like, I team. told you, Eddie doesn't like it. Yep, taking your advice, uh, this guy is going to, like, he's not inside the wall. He's just uh, blocking the entrance, correct? He is essentially blocking it, yeah. Yeah, thank you. It, again, it's just hard to see with everything that's going on. Um, he's going to try to slash at Eddie, the Echo Knight. Eleven does not yes. fucking hit. Um, the other one's going to try to do the same then. Yep. Ten, Jesus, mother... Oh, it's almost as though they're trying to stab at smoke. Same, just to narrate what happens. So the first elf in the hallway gets blown back to uh, the wall from an eddy blast. Um, the two elves in the room try to slash at uh, Echo Eddy to try to get him out of uh, their way. But now they're just trapped in the room. And the three uh, swordsman elves that entered the building run past their uh, ally and uh, go down the tunnel of wind, my lord. Okay, round five. So Atticus, I wanted you to explain something to me, or more specifically the audience. I want you to explain to the audience why the hell there are raptors anywhere close to the city. 
Because, of course, they're friends with the Jabberwock. Yes. So, during uh, the creation of the city, uh, John decided that uh, the natural habitat, the forest, outside the city, is infested with raptors. So, just to narrate the scene. How they got to the center of the city, though, I cannot... That's about to be explained. Uh, you, we uh, flash cut during this action to uh, the gate, and during uh, the start of initiative, uh, we see in the gate, uh, around the gate, we see people like moving cages, and you just hear the little skittering, and you see the blue scales of these uh, raptors as they line up towards the gate. They open them up, and they just charge, just saliva drooling and flying in, into the wind as they look for something to eat. And there happens to be a lot of elves and uh, humans around this place. So, to start off with, let's uh, introduce the raptors to this mess. And I'll make uh, uh, two groups for them. Guys, I don't think I have enough mindfuck for everybody. <laughs> it's gonna take, like, a whole day to make more. Okay, let me put it this way. I'm gonna try one more goddamn time to talk to these people when it's my turn. Let's see if they'll help us fight raptors, and if they still say no, I'm fucking burning them all. <laughs> it's like, you can choose death by me, death by raptors, or life. <laughs> Correct! No, like, uh, you do bring up a, a serious point that is no longer you versus them. Uh, it, there is a third variable, and uh, the person making the offer is very evident that he does not care about their well-being. I hope so, because these guys fucked themselves up so hard that I'm just going to be having to do damage control to help them out. Alright, Atticus, it is now your turn. What do you do? I'm going to cast Speak with Animals. Okay. And I'm going to step out and kind of climb up the wall again. Hmm. And, um... Call to the raptors. <laughs> I never thought I would ever hear this in this fucking campaign. <laughs> yes, you call to the raptors with speak raptors, with animals. Raptors, <laughs> if you join us, I promise you plenty of food and your freedom. Oh, no! <laughs> okay, what, what's the thing on this? Okay, uh, um, Okay. What what's the intelligence level for speaking with animals? Wasn't it like a six or four? There... It's just basically, it's limited by their knowledge. So that you can get information from them and you could talk to them. But if they are like really, <laughs> really dumb, their ba- their primal instincts will be the main thing that will control their thoughts. They, they have a IQ of four. So. Well, that's yeah. better than some, <laughs> rarely some human step fuck. So, yep. But yes, even speaking to them, you can just like, uh, they can uh, speak back, right? Yeah, I can yeah. communicate with them. Yeah, from what you understand, they're just saying, food, 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 food. Uh, yes, much food. Like- I can give you food. You help me, I give you food. And you just see them staring at the archers as they are really hungry. Um, okay, have your snack, and then we can discuss. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, does that end your turn? There's still um, a lot of shit going on. actually cast that. Um, I'll still check in with Juliet. By the way, when are you going to uh, uh, when are you going to change your uh, character's avatar picture to be uh, Chris Pratt? Yeah. 
Well, I, I mean, I just said that was tentative, but now I think it's more of a, a hairless George Lucas character. Oh, you. I, I, I only ask because you've, you've literally negotiated with raptors. <laughs> that happened to be blue. <laughs> well, if you notice, my current character art is also someone who kind of negotiates with raptors, though yeah. much more poorly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yes, um, well, we'll speak deets. Um, but uh, if that ends your turn, we'll go to Seer. Seer, uh, things are changing. All you have to do is when you make your check, all you got to do is get 10. Just 10. I have a better solution on that if they're saying I need to roll a 10. Just a 10. Just a 10 on a persuasion. At disadvantage with, uh, if memory serves me right, exhaustion. Correct. So, like, in my case, I'm going to lay it out flat because there's a point when persuasion is not necessary when you are either A, you side with one group or they die. So I'm going to do is say this, just stare at these people because I haven't attacked them. I've been just putting them out of the sleep. And they're going to I'm going to say this. I'll tell you what, since you have been actively trying not to kill them, save the one elf voucher, I will negate the disadvantage. But I still would like a roll and hear how you RP this. All right, here I go. So you have this choice. Either you live with us aiding you and we slay the raptors and we become friends. B, you continue to fight me and I eliminate all of you at once, or C, you let the raptor slay you, and we live, regardless. i rather pick option A, for we can save your allies that are sleeping down there, and fight off the raptors together. Make your choice. It will roll that persuasion now. Mm. I am not a negotiator! <laughs> You're asking someone that has a charisma of four right now. Uh, just as a reminder, if anyone has inspiration, now is the time to speak up. If not, we're gonna move on. Well, I mean, I feel like even with inspiration, it's just with her charisma score, it's not. It, it's literally, that's why I'm pleading if I have to, I don't want to have to roll because I straight up am like, I've been working so hard not killing them. <laughs> yeah, incidentally, I just love how all the people being given persuasion roles are the ones that are arguably the worst at it. Yep. Just, just yeah, just, just to clarify. I there's... wasn't even given one. So, <laughs> right. To, to be fair, I can see where she's going with that. With you, it's a, uh, uh, would you like to do drugs? But I understand your intent behind the RP. Yeah, I get it. I get where Gray's coming from. The way Eddie phrased it, it should always be a yes. It should just always be a yes. No, he prefaced it by, by let's do drugs and talk it out. <laughs> yeah, to... To be fair, if you do want persuasion at any time, you can ask for it. It is just like I am going off of uh, the way both of you guys are repeating. She is actively telling them, look, stop what you're doing. Join our side. You don't have to do this. The way you phrased it is. Uh, but yes, um, I'll even settle if, if this with persuasion, they don't do jack shit. I really have that. And murdering! I could murder all six of these motherfuckers right now. You could. But I'm trying to make a point going like, are you going to keep fighting and I have to defend myself? Or are you going to help us? Or are you just going to do nothing? If you do nothing, that's fine. I just need to know, what is their response to that persuasion roll six? Because I don't think I have inspiration. Hmm. You, you know what? Even though I just got it, I'm not. I'm probably going to not use it anytime. 
I will let you use my inspiration. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> All right. Should I try fucking now? All right. Let's see it. Here I go. <laughs> I mean, look. This was me being nice. <laughs> I wasn't actually having high expectations. Oh, God. A zero. Oh, rough. The world of three. If these guys are so dumb... <laughs> they won't listen to reason. I'm gonna smoke them. Okay. Um, you see, I will give you a moment of hesitation. Uh, that that is what I'm willing to give you with uh, the red group. Is you have a moment of hesitation. Any of you that are brave enough to step forward, I will patch up right now. Before we are eaten by raptors, and your allies below are eaten by, by raptors. I am. I'm making logic for them to be like. Do you want to rescue the people that were with you and they're dying below, or no? Yeah, they, they're not going to be on your side, but they will not act uh, during their turn. Uh, the red group. Alright, I will not patch them up, if, because I need a willingly person to patch up with the healer's kit. Mm, yeah, they're, they're unwilling at the moment. It is just a moment of hesitation, the heat of battle. You, you provided a good... Uh, <laughs> it is some very, lo- uh, very sound logic, but it's... Uh, again, uh, they're hungry for uh, uh, freedom, but it looks like uh, the raptors are a bit more hungry than they are. Um, Speaking of else? which, that was my action, right? Or was that just something I did? I did say uh, uh, persuading uh, 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 during this combat to try to make them stop or come to your side What would be a standard action. But uh, for this, um, we'll throw it out the window because you got a lot to handle, so you may make an action. All right. My action is to hold a spell. Okay. Hold the spell. And I am holding Tasha's brew. But what I'm going to do is that I am going to have basically Rascal fly closer to the raptors above mm. in the air and channeling my magic through Rascal. We'll shoot a ton of acid at them. Mm, okay. Also, Gray, in case you didn't notice, the uh, the spike growth is actually, they can't see it unless they beat a check, so the raptors won't see it. Yeah, no, I was planning for them just to just go straight beast mode, just going through it. Let me just make sure how it's going to go with this spell. It's a line, so it would, it's a dexterity save. Okay. And uh, for how many? All of them? all of them um i'll even, i'll post the spell for you all right so basically tasha's brew it is a 30 foot long line five feet wide trying to angle it's like with rascal that i would hit three of them by drawing a line through them but since they're only four i'm gonna only hit two of them rascal's 10 feet up in the air and yeah they need a dexterity save okay uh i'm sorry i'm kind of lost in thought while uh doing a couple things um how many dexterity saves am i making just two just two just two thank you but that'll at least st- slow down two raptors so yeah. they'll basically still burn if they run okay one basically i'll go with succeeds. the i'm assuming this is one right here at the very first right so the first one the one that succeed doesn't get covered in acid it dodges but the second one that failed gets covered in it and for the next minute, it will take 2d4 acid damage every oh, turn. Uh, roll that 2d4. At the start of its turn, but I'll, okay. I'll do it right now. Thank you. So that you can just keep track of it for this round. Yep, yeah, because it will. Uh, their turn starts right 
right after this. Um, yeah, so five? All right. one takes five, the other one does not. You see that you grievously wounded this as it burns through its flesh. Also, right. that was my held action, by the way. Mm. I was oh. able to channel it through Rascal. Okay. So let me make sure I read it correctly because I don't want to accidentally... Oh, actually, Gray, we got to take that back. It's a touch spell that only works. Okay. That's uh, perfectly fine for me. Also, no, a- no acid, nothing like that. And instead, I'll just shoot them. Okay. 18? 18 hits. Six force damage on the one that I already damaged okay. from the thing. So it's just replace the five with a six. Okay. Works out for me. It is uh, now their turn and uh, they are hungry. So the first one comes up. There's a bite. There's a claw. Uh, first one's a critical. Uh, 84 damage. And uh, this woman wakes up to a uh, bite across her throat. All right. Second one goes in. Yeah. So we'll attack with a bandage. Gonna roll twice. Oh Another my god! Crit. Yeah, ninety-seven. So sixteen damage on top of that. Um, yeah. So uh, the first woman goes down as like her jugular is ripped from her body, and they are just gorging themselves. Goes for the second one. So it goes in for another advantage for a bite and claw. Uh, one claw makes it through, scratching uh, the sleeping woman. All right. They definitely wake up now. Yeah, they are. Uh, the, the first one's dead, uh, quite dead. Um, the second one is definitely awake. Oh, important note because it's easy to forget. Uh, but since they were unconscious, uh, those hits were critical hits. Oh, thank you. I think they just die. Yeah, it, she's she's not looking good. She's uh, uh, the first bite goes in for the juggler. The second one scratches uh, her stomach, and she is barely surviving. All right, elf uh, archers. Are, uh, st- or the one who's awake is uh, stunned by this, and uh, what can she do? She's gonna try to shoot uh, the one farther away from her. And uh, I- I'm not, uh, I'm not gonna focus on the disadvantage within five feet of range attack. We're, we're not gonna acknowledge that. Uh, at least for uh, being near it and not the target in question. The target she's gonna be hitting is about 10 feet away. Go the bow. Uh, seven definitely does not hit. <laughs> Uluia, is your turn. Things are going sideways. All right. Uh, let's move up. Okay. To there, kind of get a better view. I'm going to cast uh, Erupting Earth to hit uh, from this guy to this guy. Because if I move it closer, she's going to get hit. Okay. Uh, show me uh, where where was the strike. Sorry. Okay. Um, okay. Hang on. I'm trying to put it up on the screen. Mm. All right. Corrupting Earth, and uh, where's the radius? So, should be 10, 15, 20. Let's start from here, and it's gonna go here. Okay, except for me, uh, dexterity saves for all of them. Is yep. that correct? Okay. okay. 1, 2, 3, 11, 11, 22. I'm gonna say 22 is uh, the farthest to the stage right. Wow, I got played hard with that roll. Okay, um, 3d12, 7 damage. Uh, explain how uh, the first one dies. Uh, so she'll walk up and she'll kind of focus her energy and then you'll start to hear and kind of feel these tremors and then the earth just shoots up from under these raptors. Mm. And one of them gets impaled. Oh, hell yeah. Alright. And that is my turn. Okay. Now the ground over there is also difficult terrain. Yep. 
Eddie, uh, what's the game plan? Eddie just like looking around. Hey, little dude, like there's a lot of people here now. Try to convince them that they might need to join our side for their the person that let them come over to try take our heads has released raptors possibly behind them. So they might die regardless. Oh, that's it? Um, and that we want to not kill them. I'd rather be nice with them. I'm, I'm a doctor, not a murderer. <laughs> I'm a doctor, damn it. <laughs> ah, wait, I got it. It's, uh, just like, uh, does like a light, uh, uh, fist into, like, hand motion. It's, uh, Mom and Pops have done this before. And he just kind of, like, raises his voice enough to be heard. Hey, dudes, how about I give you guys a counteroffer? And they give you, like, an arched eyebrow as they, like, brave your gust. How about, instead of doing whatever, like, that weird dude said to do, how about you help us take back the city, and in exchange, anyone who helps us gets a job with the Nexus conglomerate with benefits, and also doesn't get eaten by raptors. Okay. The raptors aside, I think, uh, like, one of the elves tries to hit the uh, crux of the issue of just, like, but we can't leave! How can you promise us freedom if we can't leave? We'll just kill the dude ourselves. You're stunned. Give me persuasion. Uh, DC 10, I hope that you're able to get it. And if you can't, I'd be very depressed. I would be I will depressed. Um, <laughs> jinx. Yeah. Uh, give me a second here. Wow. Yeah. It looks like they all, like, share a glance at your words. They... Look towards you. If you guarantee our freedom, uh, life for our families, then you have our sword. Well, the bows would be nice too, but yeah, the swords. <laughs> um, I'll assume that's his action. Uh, yeah, since that was actually successful. <laughs> um, but uh, in which case, uh, in which case, Eddie will uh, drop concentration off of uh, off of a gust of wind. <laughs> Okay. All right. They're going to start uh, dashing towards uh, the party. 50, then it moves in. And uh, t- can you uh, start rolling damage for me, please? Got you. Okay. So the first raptor starts uh, dashing forward and uh, goes five. into the spike growth. Takes five points of damage. Moves in another one. Seven. Seven. It dies. <laughs> <laughs> Going into the spike growth. Just falls over. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> dies going into the spike growth. Uh, the other raptors looking at this uh, quirk ahead, and I think uh, yes, it would uh, go after the archers as well. Okay, I, I'm just laughing. But they're like swordsmen are not as smart as raptors. <laughs> <laughs> would they go around? Oh no, you're right. They would try to go through. <laughs> Let's try to experiment a little bit here. So the other one goes 40 feet forward, thinking it's in the clear. Yeah, they can't even fucking see it. They just know that when the raptors died. First one goes through, uh, goes into the spike growth, trying to go after the archers, thinking it's more clever. Six. A six. Goes in again. Five. Five. Uh, this one also dies. <laughs> These raptors don't know what do. Yeah, there's. Yeah, again, like, I, I think at this point, dude, the other two raptors see the first one dead going up the stairs, the other one's dead. Like, uh, going, like, towards the archers, and I think, uh, they would stop 
in the middle of the road to assess the situation. And uh, they don't know what to make of this, heads or tails. Uh, the swordsmen, looking at this, um, seeing that their uh, allies have uh, turned coat on them, and seeing the raptors, I think, uh, yeah, they're... I'm not even sure what the fuck they would even want to do, because they... Difficult terrain, spike growth, it obviously hurts them. It looks like uh, they, <laughs> their friends want to work with you now. They have swords... They kill each other. <laughs> kill each other. I- I'm thinking uh, the ones that aren't in the spike growth, like jump over, move uh, his full movement, and tries to slash at uh, one of the raptors. 16 to hit. Six slashing damage. Does a grievous injury onto uh, the raptor. And uh, the other ones that aren't in the spike growth fall suit. I would, if they start doing these kinds of acts to help out their allies, I will let the people in the spike growth know through Atticus. Don't move. Oh, don't move? Okay. The ones that are in the spike growth. I can't really make it that far, but uh, we see like half of the group that was uh, storming uh, the front, the uh, the doors leading into the manor, uh, jump over the railing, go through the foliage to try to attack the rap- uh, raptors that are killing the archers. Um, that would end their turn, and it's the raptors in the back that are trying to make a uh, push through. I mean, the door is open. Yep. 13. Okay. And they begin to uh, run through the back door. Finally, it's uh, the uh, swordsmen uh, in the hallway. And I think they tried to create a uh, uh, choke point for uh, the raptors. One guy uh, stands and uh, tries to slay them. Does a grievous injury on uh, the one heading the uh, charge of the raptors. And uh, I think the other ones get into position and uh, assume, yep, the other guys go out into the hallway. Holy shit, moving shit around. It is the next round, and uh, these guys are a little out of order. Is Atticus's turn, and there you hear in the distance more raptors coming. Um, well, I know Atticus wouldn't want to kill the raptors, but he probably would aim for people that are making the raptors come towards us. Then, ultimately, with Atticus, he'll actually hold a round for a raptor that attempts to, you know, go against their new overlord that asks him to be nice, constantly pleading Mm -hmm. to them, being like, if you are working with us, you'll get plenty of food, (laughs) and if you don't, I will shoot you. And I think Atticus will hold that action to shoot a raptor (laughs) they try to, like, eat one of the players, or one of the people are trying to, like, be friends with raptors (laughs) all right sounds good to me all right give me one moment uh it is uh the velociraptors turns and it is the purple team that are mowing down onto the archers and they uh i think the one that uh got slashed is gonna go after uh he's gonna go after the kill i mean they're dead (laughs) yeah they're They're very dead. dead yeah um so the first bite it goes after the woman Tears out her jugular. She is now dead. It's another archer gone. The other two are still asleep. All right. And uh, Claw goes after uh, the swordsman that is uh, uh, that attacked it. Takes just a scratch. The other raptor goes in for uh, a couple hits at the swordsman. Oh, I One think crit. he dies. Might. Um, Okay, now I just gotta add up all that damage really quick. 19 damage. Yes, it 
Sekiraptor just goes in for the bite and kill as he just jumps onto him. He's on the ground, and you guys just see blood and flesh being torn from his body. Uh oh, wait a minute. Hold up. I think your initiative order broke. What do you mean? I should have gone next. Didn't I say, uh, yeah, um, uh, how I'll handle it just because uh, I don't want to backtrack too much. Well, uh, you don't I, have to backtrack. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll keep the death, but I'll stop what they're doing. Uh, you can act now. Okay, I was that was weird. Do you think I might have just pressed too fast? That's okay. All right. Um, Sierra's gonna take a step to the right and seeing people die, <laughs> grab a vial, shake it up, chuck the vial at the raptors, and do an acid splash to these guys here. Okay, and I assume you're gonna do it in a way that, uh, like, uh, what's the splash? What's the range? Like, I, I get to know. choose two creatures. Okay. If- if they're in range with each other and they're right by each other because of pack mm-hmm. tactics. Damn right. Double-edged sword. So they need to do a dexterity save and I will use Alchemist Savant. Mm-hmm. It's save versus suck. So they succeed. They succeed. And All right. Not die. Uh, stage left to stage right uh, in order of saves. And you said uh, dexterity. Doot, doot. And 10 points of acid. Okay. Um. 10 points of acid to both of them explain how you brutally murder both these raptors as this file flies in the air before it hits the ground it looks like it's lo- it's about to break in the glass and hit just tapping the glass just makes it pop as this acidic solution just starts bubbling and brewing violently out covering these raptors facially in the face and they just start you know screaming in pain and raptor mm-hmm. noises and the face immediately starts to melt off and they just die because they're they now you see the skulls are just dissolving away oh jeez, that is brutal as all hell i'm a pacifist <laughs> also as a bonus action i will be commanding rascal to shoot the other raptor okay <laughs> and rascal will do so okay 16 16 uh 16 definitely hits four force Force, all right. Man, it survived that earthquake and it survived that shot. No, it's no, it's dead. Okay, I was like, damn. No, that's not a party velociraptor. It is dead as hell. Okay. And then Sears' last thing they'll say it's like wake up the uh, um wake up your friends and then bring them over. Okay. Yep. Um, is the elf bowmen or archers? They are both asleep. Aluya, it is your turn. Um, Aluya. Just for shits and giggles, uh, make me a perception check. With a uh, four perception check, uh, no, that, no. You, you don't notice anything. Um, what would you like to do on your turn? I'm going to scoot over to this side. Mm-hmm. So I can get a better view of what's going on through this big blasted hole. Mm-hmm. Boop. And I will cast Chromatic Orb on both of these by expending my sorcery point for a twin spell. Mm. I will do it at first level, and I will do it as acid damage, seeing what Seer did to the other raptors. <laughs> oh, that's the first roll. That's for one of them. They get oh a Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh-huh. Hold on, one of them. <laughs> one of them? Okay. And then the second one. So what you're going to see is that she's going to scoot to the side to get a better view of what's going on outside, and then she's kind of She's going to point her spear, and as she's channeling the energy, 
it's going to start to turn green and it's going to shoot out and kind of pop like a balloon onto the raptors. Yeah, so uh, that's uh, you. Uh, was there a dexterity save or was it uh, just rolled to hit? I, nope, I can't it's a remember. Rolled to hit. Rolled to hit, yeah. And uh, it damages both of them? Yep, one of them was crit damage for. Just tell me how you kill them. I guarantee <laughs> your minimum damage. Just fucking destroyed these two. Yeah, one of them was 25 damage, one was 14 damage. Yeah, they're both super dead. Explain their death as it hits them. So, focusing in on the energy, uh, this ball kind of gets bigger and bigger as it gets closer to them and just pop! It gets splashed all over them and you're going to see everything in them from their flesh to their muscle all the way down to their bone. Slowly. I I think... I think it's important to note with all this raptor death, you guys do notice that their blood seems acidic. Or uh, I think a better way of putting it is uh, very poisonous. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, yes. Uh, does that end your turn? Yes, it does. All right. And it goes off to, uh, pretty sure that's my dead team there. Yeah. Pink team's dead. Um, those lost raptors don't act. Um, these guys were told not to move, but these guys who. Can, uh, uh, the elven swordsmen, uh, the three, note the two now that can move, uh, go over to wake up their companions. Yeah, but uh, uh, where the hell were we? Uh, it's your turn. Uh, uh, tell me what you do. All right, so I think maybe to help do things a bit, it's like uh, Smokey Eddie is going to like uh, venture over here, and uh, and then regular Eddie is going to swap places with him, <laughs> and then. Uh, I forget. Is this one already damaged? Yep. Okay. It's like uh, we'll do uh, we'll do Eddie blast from here just to see if we can. All right. Yep. Uh, so Eddie blast on that one. Hmm. Uh, let me look at it. With a <laughs> nine no. to hit. Yeah, nine. No. Do another one. Yep. There you go. For six force. <laughs> okay. It is absolutely dead. Animate that for me, please. So. Like, uh, Smokey Eddie just, like, billows down the hallway into the conveniently empty space that was left behind. <laughs> and suddenly, uh, then suddenly that, uh, that form takes on a much more flesh-looking, uh, Eddie as, like, a smoke blasts out from his form and, uh, incinerates that, uh, Velociraptor outright. Mm. And probably as good a time as any to just go ahead and do the action surge and get the next Velociraptor down the line. Okay. For a 12? 12 does not hit. Uh, 24. 24 hits. 11. It, again, uh, same as before. He is absolutely destroyed. But it's getting to the point where bodies are starting to stack up everywhere. <laughs> Eddie, as he's ending his turn, is just like, man, and I always wanted a pet velociraptor too. Yeah, secret dream. Uh, and uh, that ends your term? Uh, yeah, that's it. All right, uh, the elven uh, swordsmen go up to their allies, wake them up. Uh, going through the foliage just shakes uh, the archers awake, and both of them are awake now. All right. It is now orange team, which I think is the last of lost raptors on the map on the moment. So the first one comes up, and instead of scratching, and I have so much shit going on around here, I actually can't see. Okay. Um, I'm going to preface by saying, uh, Eddie, you do have... Uh, I'm going to grant you... Uh, half cover with a person right in front of you so uh 
Uh, keep that in mind as uh, this Velociraptor comes up with the charge and seeing that's outnumbered, you see like the spikes on its back begin to flare up like a peacock. And you see like a purple smoke emanate from its mouth as it opens up wide and you just see like a gust, a breath, a huge cloud of purple smoke come from its mouth towards uh, uh, the three archers and you right in front of it. Um, I'll show you really quick. It'll say uh, 13 dexterity save. Uh, 13. <laughs> yeah. That's like the third dexterity save. That's an 11, but with half Wait, you cover gave them half eight. cover. <laughs> Say what you want about me, but I'm fucking fair. Um, so yes, I, with uh, Eddie's roll of 11, now turn 13 because of half cover. Um, he takes half damage, and I'll roll for the elves really quick. One, two, three... Um, going up to down, uh, four, five, eleven. All right, so uh, they all take a uh, full damage. Um, I'll, uh, I'll grant the one on top and the one on bottom half cover, but that only helps the guy on the bottom. So you know, a guy on bottom doesn't never ever get enough love. <laughs> yeah, you see uh, the guy in front of you, the elf uh, that tried to like he was the very first person that tried to attack you. Uh, he is almost on one knee he is coughing into his hand and is just covered with blood all right now uh the other one really can't do much but he will stand right behind its ally round six uh things are gonna get a little bit more interesting did anyone want more velociraptors oh oh me yeah because we're getting more fucking velociraptors there let me actually i'll add a lot of velociraptors oh that's the first batch hang on we're not even done here luckily they're in difficult terrain yep Actually, would they be before difficult terrain, or would they be in difficult terrain? Uh, rephrase that question for my tired mind. Basically, are they going to start in, in the battle map already in the difficult terrain, or are they going to start outside of it? So the, they'll start in it. Cool, cool. And we see the second one, the second group. Yeah, spike growth is definitely going to get its usage. I just know that Aluya is going to have a field day of explosions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think at this point we just need to uh, to track down the bitch that keeps casting conjure animals. <laughs> I mean, Atticus is watching for one. I'm ready for them to shoot. Yeah, but uh, you, you see a lot of velociraptors. 28 velociraptors show up on the map. <laughs> uh, this is going right. to get boring for the DM. <laughs> nope. It is uh, Atticus's turn. Let me see what Atticus would do because I don't think he can control any more raptors. You know what I mean? Like it's different when there were like not as many raptors. Now there's a lot more raptors. Just trying to make sure I don't break his concentration. Okay, let's see. Oh damn! I'm guessing he's gonna be shooting raptors then. Mm-hmm. So when you guys started the session today, did you think, you know what? I want some raptors in this game. This is what we're missing. <laughs> Not exactly. Oh, come on. Uh, we need some more raptors. I don't, I, in fact, I think I'm underballing this. We need some more raptors. And then King Raptor appears. <laughs> I don't know if any of you ever watched like TFS at the table when it was coming out, but I'm just uh, reminded of the raptor sex bomb, and I just really wish that we had it right now. <laughs> you got a 19 and 13. 19, 13, that both hits, both kills. Which ones are dying? Purple. Uh, purple, thank you. First two. First two. Let's do it. Thank you. I do love how you guys have this set up, though. All right. 
Uh, that ends his turn. All right. Then for my turn, because it's my turn again. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, this is just going to be annoying as fuck. Oh yeah. Um, let's see. You know what? All right. So I'm going to move back to her spot over here and then move down. So I'll be, I'll put myself a jar mm-hmm. so that, you know, that I'm under Atticus. And out the door, I chuck another vial at the pink group of dinosaurs. Acid splash! Rude for you to assume that they're dinosaurs. Fine, lizard folk. Thank you. DC 17 for the first pink dinosaurs. First pink. First two. They're, they're very cute. A six. Does it succeed? No. Aw, well, son of a bitch. How much damage? Two of the dinosaurs take 16 points of acid damage. Which ones die? The very two in the front. Okay. We like to have fun. <laughs> yeah, we do. Okay. Uh, anything else on your turn? Let's... Well, damn. Am I going to have to use that spell? Not yet. Not yet. That's that's going to be my ace in the hole. I will come in, rap, um, Rascal, to shoot the purple dinosaurs mm. and be a nuisance to them. So Rascal's going to shoot one of them. Okay. Eleven? Did not hit. Fair enough. Then Rascal will fly up even higher, right above everybody, so they get a good vantage point. Okay. Does that end your turn? Yep. End of my turn. Okay. Uh, which one was that one? My lord. Uh, that looks like uh, purple to me. Yep. Okay, so uh, the uh, Velociraptors from uh, stage left of uh, the manor, where the archers were, um, they are going to start going forward. So that'd be 10, be 20. First one comes out, and it is going to go after the person with the most blood going out. Um, so it's going to attack the injured elf. Okay. So uh, the second one comes up, so uh, 10, 20, and it is going to attack the other injured elf. This time at advantage. One crit, the other one's not a crit. Wow. Um, that would be 17 points of damage as it bites his leg and scratches his ankle. Okay, the other ones uh, start to move up and uh, dash. All right, is the elf uh, uh, archer's turn? Uh, I assume that they were smart enough, like to hear. You think uh, the elven swordsmen were smart enough to say, "Look, go exactly the way we came." I don't think they're dumb. Okay, they're desperate, but not dumb. Thirty as a uh, seer, you see, like one of the elves trying to get up, and another one uh, following, uh, following suit. All right. Aluya. It's I. It is now your turn. You see vlo- more Velociraptors. You see the elven archers running through the foliage to get up on the ledge to get to the manor. And uh, <laughs> uh, you see, uh, I'm blanking on your name right now, uh, Seer uh, looking out uh, towards uh, these creatures. What do you do? Uh, I'm going to move forward one. Mm-hmm. And let's drop another... Erupting Earth. Oh God! Uh, so it's gonna come down. It's gonna go further into the bush area. Yeah, so where it doesn't hit the elves, but hits like uh, uh, five of the Velociraptors. Correct. Okay. Start making uh, deck saves, right? This is probably the most I've seen like uh, you guys, or like just in general, my players uh, fucking around the terrain. I don't recall this much uh, overlap. <laughs> well, to be fair, except for like. A couple of key exceptions where even though he stayed in the same city for a very long time, usually not in the same location. Yep, there you go. <laughs> um, After 28 raptors, we'll send hundreds of raptors. 
And then we have Atticus, just everybody huddle in the spike growth for them all to die! So what's, uh, so is it, uh, save or suck? Or is it half damage on success? If it's half damage on uh, success, they all die. Yeah, well... If if it's 3d12 and you rolled a 23, or is that to hit? No, that's, that's my damage. Okay, if damage is 23, even half, they all die. Yeah, it's half. It's a DC 13. How's your spell slots looking? Yeah. That's what I like to hear. She has to be running out, all things considered. Yep. I think she spent some the previous day. It's not like she had a long rest. <laughs> I spent one the previous day. I am. I've got all my twos. I've got no threes. I have my four. And I still have two ones. For this entire combat, Ellie had two first level spell slots. Now I only have one. Oh, yeah. And we're just getting into the meat of uh, meat and potatoes of this. All right. Uh, anything else? That was a powerful turn. Uh, no, that would be my entire round. Mm-hmm. Okay, Eddie, you can hear them outside. You're in the hallway. There's uh, elven swordsmen surrounding you. There's two velociraptors uh, ahead. And you hear a just a cacophony of uh, footfall outside. Yeah, I feel like Eddie is just in a situation where it's just like looking at himself and like, like, and I thought I was already done with the Secret Service stuff. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think he'll at least, like, uh, clear those last Velociraptors out of the way with, well, hopefully, uh, with uh, Eddie Blast. So, the one directly front. Nope, not with the 11. I'm rolling shite for these last today. Uh, 21. 21 hits. For 11 force. Absolutely dead. Another one just like burns and turns to ash. <laughs> so, and uh, I think this is a situation where, like a bonus action, he is going to resummon uh, Eddie here. Mm, okay. And just like turning to the other guys, like, you like might want to regroup. There's like a lot more of them outside that way. Points in the general direction of the outside. <laughs> Sorry, I'm uh, going back a second. Like, yep. is this an entryway from outside or? Yep, as a door, yes. And it, it sounds like they're heading in this direction. <laughs> yes. Okay, then then yeah, like Eddie Eddie's uh, statement has not changed. Yeah, uh, so what exactly are you recommending they uh, do? Like uh, retreat and uh, regroup? Or are you saying like go forward and uh, find a better position? So, like, if you're hurt, you should probably stay back a bit. <laughs> Mm, okay. Looking very specifically at the one that's bleeding out. <laughs> yeah. No, I can still fight. Um, I'm not dying. Fight. You're dying. <laughs> mother didn't raise a pussy. Yeah, that'll uh, that'll be all that uh, that uh, Eddie can do. Pink team goes forward. Um, and let's repeat the process. Uh, goes into uh, the spike growth. Start rolling that fucking damage here. I'm ready. Sorry, I was just... Yeah, just start rolling damage. I'm gonna... (laughs) Sorry, I was just... I had to talk to someone. That's five. Five. Next one. Eight. Yep, we see a repeat of what happened before as uh, the Velociraptors go up the stairs, and another one is dead there. All right, hold on. Yep, more damage. Four. Okay, next one. Five. Next one. Seven. Dead. Okay, I think after three corpses for that, they have a clear path of where not to go. Um... This one will charge forward, uh, roll damage. Six. Rolled again. Four. 
four. All right. This one also dies. And again, <laughs> there's two dead over here. So I'm fairly certain that's painting the path of where they don't want to go if they want to live. So I'm thinking this one charges uh, all 60 feet forward towards uh, where uh, the elven archers were in front of the manor. All right. Now it's the uh, elf swordsman as uh, they try to fend off the velociraptors that are coming this way. At least chop the one that's at their foot. Yeah. 15 to hit. That's five damage. All right. Um, I think they actually stand put because they want to protect uh, their allies as uh, they're making their retreat. Um, now for the fun one, all the Velociraptors in the back, all of them are coming. Uh, you know what? I'm going to say this Velociraptor probably didn't notice Eddie, so it's going to move forward. You can make in tech if you want, Eddie. Yeah, let's just, let's just see if we can just knock this one off the board. <laughs> 15. 15 hits. Or 12. <laughs> 12 damage does kill it. The rest start charging in. Okay, first one comes in, attacks Eddie, because he sees something in its way. Uh, 10, I assume, doesn't hit. No. 17. Uh, I, I can't remember. Does 17 hit your uh, AC for uh, uh, Eddie? 17 is enough to kill it. Yep. Yep. So it goes through attacks, and uh, the rest of them will start uh, dashing forward. You just see a conga line of velociraptors coming in through the back door. But again, there's a choke point. They can't, there's no windows to break through, at least on this side. And uh, things are starting to look a little troubling for them as uh, they don't have much uh, mobility. Um, unfortunately, for the injured uh, guy, um, he might have to make a gambit by trying to heed uh, Eddie's advice. Going through uh, his ally square really quick. Let me do quick uh, opportunity attack. A crit. Okay. Oh. And Eddie's advice killed them. With a critical hit, Hold that's on. 14 Hold damage. on. Hold on. Okay. I feel like he's smart enough to make a disengage. Yeah, he was. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that is very valid. We're talking to Gray, who's losing his brain cells from I, I'm so sorry. I, I keep forgetting that they have more than what I have on my character sheet. That is a very good <laughs> <laughs> objection. <laughs> I... I don't overrule it. Uh, he is smart enough to do disengage and go around. <laughs> Damn, but if I was close. Oh, well, guess I'll die. Another guy goes into the way, uh, essentially moving forward, trying to maintain this uh, choke point, but you guys are all aware that these things are capable of breathing out poisonous breath. Um, is going to go in for a slash with a crit hit back. Holy fuck, but not enough to kill it with... Uh, uh, eight damage. Nearly killed it, though. Atticus, it is uh, your turn. Uh, Atticus does know th- notice something. Unfortunately, I can't RP with uh, Atticus. But he does hear the distinct... Uh, you guys ever have the little horns on the bike? Oh, like, you know, yep, you hear that. Uh, at least he hears that in the distance with, like, a, uh, some squeaking. Like, eater, eater, eater. And it's just a honk, kong Climbs up higher to see the fuck it is? If he does climb up higher, um, what he sees in the distance makes his jaw slightly slacken in uh, disbelief as he sees uh, behind the corner what can be best described as dragon-like as it has a fly-like eyes, buck teeth, a ruffle collar, 
and a clown suit on as it is slowly riding along on a tiny little bicycle as he sees a Jabberwock slowly uh, making his way uh, to the location. Uh, why do you hate us? What did we do? Why, why do you hate us? <laughs> Again, I need to specify. A lot of people might be thinking, great, what? Velociraptors? A Jabberwock? What the fuck? Wait, oh no, we we just killed these raptors and the Jabberwock's friends with them. Just to clarify, I didn't include it in this game. Everyone can blame John when creating this uh, setting. The Velociraptors weren't the only thing in the forest. In fact, there was a Jabberwock that went through a heartfelt story. But now it is a bit of a clown as it starts rolling up. Oh no, it's because the Duke is a clown now, so they're clowning around. Oh, uh, if you guys would like, I think it'd be a good point to end on this since we're on the start of the initiative, if everyone's okay with that. This has been House Common Blood, the intro and outro music by Savk Oh My Dog. Any music and sound effects used in the episode are royalty-free. Credits can be found in the episode description. Please review us on whatever podcast listening app you happen to be using. And if you like us, tell other people. Word by mouth is the best way for us to grow. Thank you for joining us, and thank you for feeding me.